Hello. Morning. Good morning. I just got in. Got Harley from her walk. I just barely made it. Yeah, I've been sitting here waiting. Yeah, for like two a minute, because you were <laughs> already two minutes late. Two, two minutes, yeah, for two minutes I've been sitting here waiting. It's not pleasant, let me tell you. It's not like half an hour like last time, like <laughs> at me waiting, because you don't remember your password. Let's just say I don't appreciate having to wait two minutes. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was pretty uh, cool. You didn't like it, did you? No. What am I supposed to do for two minutes? Just well, I'm, I'm just saying, you didn't like it. Imagine how I feel every week. But you're used to it. I'm not. That's nope. the difference. <laughs> I'm uh, not used to it. You've been late only a few times because you're a professional. Yeah, I was until I'm learning from you. It's, it's <laughs> growing on me. It's growing on me. Like, why am I showing up on time? It's not like we're live. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're doing a uh, live uh, internet streaming. Live stream. Click the like button, subscribe. That's right. We're not that. Well, I guess we are that technically savvy, but we just don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I like how you use the term we. You just show up. You don't do anything. <laughs> well, you do the eight track recording to the one, I do, one I eight do track about the eight listener that spends twenty five grand a year for this podcast <laughs> to get the exclusive eight track. Look, you but know? I I provide the the content. Oh, yeah, you provide all the entertainment. <laughs> I provide the entertainment. So. And you brought your contact lenses so you could look really good That's on worth... a non-video podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got, and my, my reading glasses are with me. So I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I got my hair styled. Got my nice pants on. So it's, what time is it? It's already 930 there. It is 9.30. Have you eaten breakfast? I have eaten breakfast. Have you been out of the house yet? I have not been out of the house. It's raining today. But uh -huh. even if it wasn't, I still probably wouldn't have been out of the house. Yesterday was our rain day. That's why Harley had to go on her walk, and she got out of bed really late. We had rain pretty Slack. much all day yesterday. Yeah, I think that's what we have today. It must, I don't know if it came. Usually our weather comes from the north, though, so I don't know if it's the same system as you had. I don't know if there's one that's Probably coming across not. the country. Probably not. We're far enough across, I think. Yeah, it's usually swoop down. Swoop? Swoop. But in any case, yeah, it was hard to get up this morning. Man, there's a big difference between... When it's light out, and it's when time it's to get not. up, and when it's dark, when it's dark, it's just like, because usually I'm like up like 7:30 today. It was no way. 8:30. 8:30. Damn. It's dark. Did you get nice. some coffee brewing, and then you're ready to go, or what? And I. 
Do you, ha- do, do you have to drink to coffee? Do I have to drink coffee? I drink one cup a day in the morning. Yeah, but like you need it like to start. Yeah, but I, I think if I didn't, if I stopped, there wouldn't be any like negative side effects other than I'd be a little more tired probably in, uh, the, in the morning. So you, you drink a large coffee in the morning and have some smokes? Yeah, Sick- if you'd... The Hesher, you go Heshing. <laughs> I haven't done that since the 90s. C2E2 last week. Yeah. <laughs> you call that the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was a, it was a party, a 90 theme party, but last yeah. week. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you're jumping. Like You're like a time traveler. It's like, oh, is it C2E2 with the Heshers and burnouts and... And then all of a sudden you're here. And that seemed like in the 90s, you're saying. <laughs> if only C2E2 C2 wasn't there in the 90s. And back in the 90s, you didn't have to hang out with the Burnouts and Heshers. Because you could... Hello, Sp- Sp- Hello, Mr. Spider. What am I going to do about the spider? I don't have a cup to put it in. Don't go to my comic books, Mr. Spider. Oh, no. What kind is it? Is it a big one? That's nah, just a little... It's disappeared into the... My long boxes. Uh, you probably came in with the uh, with the box that you just brought. That could be, because I, I did just bring that in the office. Okay, uh, here here's what I want to, to, to for you to describe. Look. Okay. I got co- comics only slightly spider damaged. There you go. Well, I want. I, well, there's probably eggs in there. So it's like <laughs> an acrophobia incident. So I buy my comics and you get an extra surprise a few days later. Yeah. So you walk in the house with a couple boxes of comics. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what Melanie's face looks like when she sees that. I, I didn't see. Uh, no, I, I want to know in detail or did you have to sneak <laughs> it in? Well, when I brought it in, she was not in that room. Okay. But I, I didn't like squirrel them away and hide them. I just left them in the, on the floor in the living room. So she did see them. Ah. Uh, she did comment on them later, but I can't remember what she. Oh, there oh. wasn't like a snide remark, like. No, I mean, I think we're way past that now. No, so I still get those. <laughs> you still get those. I still get those. <laughs> I get, I mean, I'll, I get the eye. Like roll you don't have sure. enough already. Like, when yeah. are you gonna When are you gonna read those? Like, when are you gonna read those? And I like, I don't know. Maybe ten years from now. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't have a set. I don't have a set plan. I don't have an exact date. Damn woman, <laughs> say that. But but so later I. She asked, like, you know, how was the convention? I said, oh, I found this one dealer who had tons of stuff, and it was really good. And she said, yeah, I saw those boxes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Because usually there's boxes out there, so I was kind of hoping she would just think they were just boxes that have been there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Kirk doesn't even tell his wife. Like, I don't know how he does that. That's like, that's like a disaster. Like, if you're sneaking in a UPS box or – and yeah. it – it just that it arrives late, you're in trouble. Like you're already risking. <laughs> I, I think it's easier just to be open and know that you're addicted to comic I mean, books. 
the your significant other is going to see your collection is getting bigger and bigger, right? And yeah. there's more bot and they you can't unless he hides them permanently. He must. I mean I I imagine <laughs> this like huge basement like where he just like it's stacked it looks like the Indiana Jones thing. Yeah, you walk and he to just, the back. Like, stacked, no one and ever she goes can't, to the back. She can't tell she's too scared to go down there. Yeah, and she can't tell the difference from one week to the next because it just looks like a bunch of boxes. It's just a lot of boxes. He's reached the point where it's just full of boxes. Yeah. And he's bad because he's got he's like total physical media. Like I don't I don't even think he knows what streaming is. I had to teach him how to podcast. Like he wouldn't even known like technically what to do. So it is difficult. He's behind the curve in terms of like modern technology and yeah, he, he probably barely knows how to use But 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 he buys person. all this physical media and then doesn't watch it. And I used to be in that mode too. Now I'm more of like, oh shit, I could just ask the box to go here and it'll find it. And I can either rent it or I could, or it's located on one of the streaming services I already have. Yeah, that's what, that's what I, that's my first go, unless it's something that I specifically want to own because I love it so much and I want to support it and, you know. I bought barbed wire just because it was uh, cheaper to buy the disc than it was to rent it. Yeah, so I, so like, I've run into that before too. Yeah. Where it's just a, a little bit more for the and then yeah, there's some stuff I have to own. But my my uh, my go-to is always first I check if it's streaming somewhere, then I check if the library has it, and then it rarely I have to buy it because I can't find it elsewhere. The only times I really want to buy stuff is but just because I I need it. Yeah. We finally entered the 2000s with the new TV. I know. I can't believe you're yeah. not casting anymore. Like it, it, it uh, in no, great from yeah, the early like, 2000s. I don't. You can't even buy a cast anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had to Google what do you call, Chromecasts, and that's how I did it. Mm-hmm. And now, now it's everything is embedded. Like right, it's just it's there there and then there's so much like free content oh my gosh it's not there's a bit so many funny ser- like so many services now yeah i just i can't believe it and it's pretty smart especially like i could just ask it like go sometimes it can't find what i'm asking for but like i like it oh, has trouble it, it has or whatever yeah it has trouble finding like for some reason I, I said, can you find X? Because there's a horror movie called X. Yeah, I, I, just got, I, just watch got the, I just got the Blu-ray for it. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to watch it a lot, <laughs> like really bad. And I said, oh, this is a good test to, to see if it... But it's not streaming anymore. That won't be streaming yet. But it's been out. That movie's been out a whole year. Like it, oh, has it's, it? It's, it's got it's to hit soon. Well, I guess it's already on DVD, so... But it has a huge cult following, so it's like, I, I yeah, don't I just, know, do I, just I wait up for the... it or do I not? Because that other horror movie showed up, the the Black Phone, that that one showed up on streaming. Yeah. And, like, it's still at the oh, theater, for quick, Christ's yeah. sake. And I think the Halloween is going to be, like, day and date. Like, it's going to show 
in theaters the same time it's going to stream. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, some of them are quicker than others. Yeah, so this I TV think it just depends pr- pretty what studio awesome, it is and what know. kind of deals they have. But the one thing you learn is not everything is 4K, so if you have a higher resolution TV, the lower resolution stuff doesn't look as good, you know. Um, Looks better than casting, though. No, casting was pretty good. Casting, though, had a little overhead in its, like, speed. So yeah. there was there was some other stuff. And then casting had its own problems because it was – you're going from your phone to the device. And some of the services, like um, – what was it? A&E? I think it was A&E Plus or whatever that service is that has Shutter and A&E. I couldn't get that to work, but it still didn't work on the TV. Like, I still can't do closed caption on that son of a bitch. So, oh, really? yeah, I, I, that was one of the first things I tried because I'm a closed caption guy. Like, I have to watch. <laughs> Me too. I'm every, 100% closed caption. Everything closed caption. And it's weird is I become so dependent on it. It's almost like I can't hear without it. Like, it, <laughs> it, it is so weird. So, there's but been, but ye- yesterday there's been I... DV- there's been DVDs I've gotten like from the library. Yeah. Especially if they're like, like from England or pe- people with accents or whatever. If they and they don't have closed captions, I'm like, dude, sometimes I try to watch them and I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm missing too much stuff. I need the closed captions. Yep. Why can't you put in closed captions, fools? Well, yesterday I I ran across a movie. I, I was watching uh, just one of the guys. That's an old movie. I don't oh, know if yeah. you ever heard the, watched that, but it's about sure. a, a girl that I, she's I can, pretty hot. I can see the poster. She's holding the uh, yeah. She's in the, the locker boots, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she, I watched it again because I, I saw it a long time ago in theaters, and it, it it did have William Zopka, you know, from Karate Kid. He always plays the bully, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember it pretty distinctively because I saw it at the theaters and then watched it like when HBO was first coming yeah. out on those click devices. <laughs> and uh, I watched it a lot and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this again because Barb doesn't, she wasn't in the room. And if I started something she wanted to watch, then, you know, I, I know she had seen this before. So I put it on, but it didn't have closed captions. So I watched the whole thing in voice but it took me like i i swear to you it took me like 10 15 minutes to adjust like i had to adjust my ear to okay now you have to concentrate (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta pick up because i really think i start reading it more than i do that you're listening hearing it yeah like i hear it and it just supports the reading but i don't know it's it's turned really i'm really dependent on it it's it's bizarre but uh that was a that was an interesting movie to see again because i i remember distinctively it's like a pg movie but she does show her tits like that's how she reveals to the guy you know that she's a i'm a girl dude yeah because she kisses him and then that made it awkward because she falls in love with a guy she starts hanging out with instead of her college boyfriend 
Mm -hmm. because she's writing a story and they don't want to print it in the it's like a chicago tribune or something and it's a contest and they don't want to print it so she says well I, i bet if i'm a guy they'll print it and she was wrong because she just had a boring article but when she wrote a paper about her going undercover as a guy that's what she got the job so that's the premise of it and that was back before they had PG thirteen movies, so yeah. If he had a quick a quick booby flash in a movie, it was okay. I would be surprised if they were really her boobs, though. Like, yeah, if they don't show the face at the same time, then it's they were they were really big. I mean, they she didn't look like she was had <laughs> yeah. th- those boobs. Like, they Doesn't were match. they were freaking big. Yeah, they were really big. The, what if I, they I did that I, intentionally to, so no one would? <laughs> they'd think be, they, were they wouldn't even hurt. look at her face. Yeah, they wouldn't even concentrate. They'd be focusing on her boobs. <laughs> but it was like uh, one of those movies, like you know, Pretty in Pink, blah blah blah. And, and then uh, I watched that on Crackle, and the interesting thing about that is before I watched that another movie on Crackle, incredible amount of commercials i i watched mm-hmm. neighbors john belushi dan Aykroyd. i i fucking love that movie like i, I wanted to watch it again because i find the neighbor that plays the the woman that's dan Aykroyd's supposedly live-in lover so sexy i, I like she's amazing and she's hitting on john belushi the whole time and uh i was i wanted to watch it but i i sat through like literally a, a minute and a half of commercials every 10 minutes and the wow. commercials like I, I googled this because i was like oh my god the commercials are terrible because I, it would play half the commercial and then it would stop and it's like it's searching for whatever where is this guy located i'm gonna locate i'm gonna find another commercial <laughs> it was looking up him. your data yeah yeah it's looking up my metadata and it's so slow. It's like, how old is this guy? It stops. What like? Yeah, what is he like? What is he going to buy? Well, because you're so a... old, there was probably so much information. Well, AARP came up a lot. Like, <laughs> it's like, join AARP now. I'm already a member. I'm already old. <laughs> and a member of ARP. I may, I may or may not get those mailings. <laughs> which means I do. Yeah, consumer cellular, you know, all the old. Are you having back problems? <laughs> Damn, they're they're age shaming you. Yeah, but I, I I watched Neighbors again, and I but I love the movie. I didn't so much mind it. Like I just sat through the commercials. Ah, they beat but then it, just one of the guys came on. Not one fucking commercial. So I I, I really don't understand was the, it was it the same service, service. yeah it was yeah. crackle i wonder if they just like monitor how many ads you've seen and i i don't know i i kept on telling barb because she was Figured on the phone with she was on the phone with daryl talking yellowstone which is probably the best show ever but uh <laughs> but uh i was telling her this is odd man i haven't seen one fucking commercial it was so bizarre. That is weird. When I watched uh, Three's a Crowd, 
there was yeah i can't remember how many commercials there were but it was a set number of commercials the one good thing is they were always in the same spots in the show and they were long too yeah so that's you had time to go get a drink yeah, yeah but that's like on pluto tv and they space their commercials relatively yeah, good it was like one in the mi- one at the beginning then one in the middle and then one at the end and the one at the end was nice because i knew there's nothing after the commercials at the end so i could just stop it there <laughs> yeah what was the other movie i watched oh <laughs> i don't know why this this one I, i've been wanting to watch um what paulie shore movie i don't know why but i felt like snooking to well you know how grunge in the Nukins and all that bullshit he used yeah. to say, grinding the. <laughs> so I said I'm gonna I'm gonna see if son-in-law is on, and I, I watched the entire son-in-law. And uh, Barb even got into that one. <laughs> wow! So it, did it hold up? Oh yeah, but I don't have that hold up thing like I. I can remember where I was and what I, why I like something so much that nothing does not hold up. Like, I could watch Barbarian Queen and all that crazy shit, and it still was where where I was when I saw it the first time. Yeah. So, like, I, I never have that does it hold up. Same way with comic books. Like, I never, like, go back, is this as good as it was when I read it? I don't have that issue. I might like it a little less, but I still enjoy the hell out of reading the old issue. But, um, yeah, I watched a lot of TV. Just, and I, I had to take, like, I'm, I'm watching, still watching season one, one of Doom Patrol, but it is a long season. It's like 15 episodes. Is it? So, I'm on, a, I'm on an episode like a, I think I'm on episode 12 now because I, I exercised this morning and watched it. But the way my brain works is like after season one, I'm going to have to take a break. Like I'm going to ha- I can't go to just season two. Yeah. No, I think that's valid. It's like my comic reading. I can't like if, if I was to marshal on Spider-Man, I can't stay on Spider-Man. I have to go read something else. That's just the way I am. I don't know if it's like a ADD entertainment. I have to switch, but I I just get it, either that or it's like turns into work because I'm I'm watching yeah, something even though it's entertainment. Well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've done that. It, I think it depends on the show. Some shows I can just I've just plowed through because I'm enjoying them and I don't want to stop. Yeah. Other ones, yeah. Doom Patrol. I definitely took a break. I mean, I'm only starting to watch season two now. Oh, do you have HBO Max again? No, I get the, the physical DVDs. media. Oh, look at you, man. <laughs> look I at do, you. I do for Doom Patrol. I know. I spend my 15 bucks or whatever it was. Doom Patrol's pretty dark. I mean, it gets into some dark-ass themes. Um, I it just saw very, 11. It, yeah, there, it, yeah, it is very dark, and there's not a lot of joy in the show. Oh, because that, that poor guy has, like, that gay relationship, and he just, through shame, he never got to experience love, you know? Like, a negative man. So, th- there's that going on, and Crazy Jane is just a loon. Like, she can't, 
ever have like a normal life even if she wanted to but I really like Robot Man I, I think that Brandon Fraser does him yeah. so good like his yeah, voice yeah. just the way he, he shows emotion and stuff like I am w- watching yeah, Doom Patrol geez. through Robot Man's eyes kind of <laughs> yeah he became kind of the the main character, I think, or at least the uh, the audience. Yeah. Whatever it's called. And then there's a lot of like goofy things, like they uh, they show animal, mineral, vegetable man, <laughs> and uh, I really appreciated that, even though he he was just there for a hot minute. Try to see if I'm on... Maybe I'm on season three. How many seasons are there? There's three. I don't know which season I'm on. But I I even took a break from Lost in Space because I I wasn't feeling it, like, on the elliptical. Like, I wasn't getting into it. Yeah, that happens. Oh, but you know what I did want to talk about briefly is... uh, um, the drummer for Nirvana, Taylor, God, what is his last name? Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins, Tyler, I don't think you meant... Tyler Hawkins. Do you mean Goo Goo Dolls? No, the Foo Not Fighters. Goo Goo Dolls. Foo Fighters, that's it. <laughs> what did I say? Nirvana. Like, oh, not, yeah. Drum well, David Grohl was the dr- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the there's a connection. But there is a connection. Um... There, there was. I was watching CBS this morning. Sometimes I, I watch that before my exercise, just some highlights or whatever. Or as I'm turning off what, whatever I'm watching, it goes to CBS because that's what Barb watches in the morning. And they were talking about the Tyler Hawkins tribute in the in the UK. And uh, I was like, wow, because they they show just highlights, and I'm like fucking that's Chrissy Hines and then they showed Getty Lee and I'm like oh my god what the fuck they have Getty yeah. Lee and then they showed the guy from ACDC and I'm like oh fuck I gotta watch this thing and then they said oh we're streaming it on Paramount Plus and so I turned it on and little did I know I only saw like the highlights so I saw an hour of the highlights which were you know Paul McCartney and um Chrissy Hines and uh, they had ACDC and and um, Wolfgang Van Halen, but I was like, "Where's Getty Lee? Like, where, where's Rush? Like?" And then I the saw good... that they had another version which was five and a half hours, and it was the entire Ooh. concert. And I watched that like from beginning to end, oh. and it was awesome. Like, Rush was just fucking amazing like i i just can't believe like how good they are like they're they're just so he didn't skip a beat even though he didn't have any vocals because they caught they played working man and 2112 so there's not a lot of vocals they're mostly instrumentals yeah but they were awesome oh my god were they awesome and then to see like 
Taylor Hawkins' son played drums for Hero. Oh my God. It was so awesome and emotional. It was just, it was great. And then they had Queen. Like, it was, it was like a party concert, I swear. Like, there's been people that have died that have been much bigger than a drummer for Foo Fighters, and they got no tribute like this. It's incredible, man. And they had Sturt Copeland from... They had the guy from Blink-182 playing drums. They had all these famous drummers playing. The The Queen drummer had his son playing with him. Like, for, for when they did... When Queen came on and did We Will Rock You, they had, like, four fucking drum sets going at the same, the same time. It was fucking badass. And, uh... Chrissy Hine, the Pretenders, she she sounded as good as she was when she was young. Like she she her vocals were just fantastic, <laughs> and she sang a duet with Paul McCartney. Like he showed up, and I was like, oh my god, this is just incredible. Yeah, it was an amazing concert. And even though Van Halen was just Wolfgang Van Halen playing with the Foo Fighters and some of the bands that Taylor Hawkins played with, they rocked. He, he rocked that guitar. Cause one, one thing Eddie would always do is like make that guitar like sound like somebody was talking and, uh, yeah, he was, he was just ki- kicking ass. So yeah, I, I, I highly recommend watching that concert. Yes. Let's check that out. Even if you're not a Foo Fighters fan, to see some of the songs they played. And David Grohl is just badass. Like, he can sing. He can play bass. He can play guitar. He can play drums. He played on the Rush uh, Working Man drums. So, like, they had some badass drummers, man. And when I saw the guy from Blink-182 on the morning show, I'm like, I got I am such a Travis fan like i'll listen to him on any band he plays plays for. yeah oh, you're a big fan i'm addicted to to blink 182s i i hope there's some rockumentary i i find them fascinating because they've they've spawned so many different bands and they go off in their own directions mm-hmm. and the one guy is is in that alien conspiracy thing like so it's just like uh, it's they're fascinating to me, but I I don't think I've ever sat through a five and a half hour concert and I did. Yeah, that's that's long. I I will definitely I'll watch it, but I'll definitely be fast forwarding. Well, <laughs> I, it took me two sessions, and um, I did. I, the only the only time I ever did any kind of fast forward is Tyler Hawkins played with two other bands other than the Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. and they played some of their music, and I just wasn't interested in it. Yeah. But they were good. They were they 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 were. Uh, it wasn't that they were bad. I just wanted to see who was next. <laughs> Get to the good stuff. Yeah. I guess one good thing about watching something like that is you can do something else while you're watching it. Yeah, I was I was I was doing some filing of comic books, so 
That's what I was going to say. It's a good thing to do some comic organizing. Yeah. Do some uh, inventory. Yeah, I didn't do enough, though. I should have kept doing more. I still have this table looks like shit. <laughs> People don't understand the struggles <laughs> of the modern comic fanatic goes through. 50-year-old comic book fan. Yeah. The struggles. So since we're talking what we watched, what 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 have you watched? What have I watched? Uh, I think I mentioned last time that I started watching Lock and Key, so I'm continuing yeah. with Lock and Key. It's the final season then? I don't know. I just started. I'm on season one. Oh, okay. You're way off then. I, yeah. he I, I heard the third... Well, if you see season two... I don't know what they're going to do with season three, even though they put some hooks in there. Like, it just looks like it's going to be totally different. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Do you know how closely it's sticking to the source material? No, because I never finished reading it. Yeah, I only read the first trade, so... Same same here. So, and most and of it happens in season ago. one. At some point, I had to get back to reading it. I have too much to read. I know. It's like, when I watch it, I'm like, oh, dang, I really need to get that. But then I'm like, oh, man, if I get it, it'll just... <laughs> I don't have any room for it. <laughs> I probably won't read it for a while. Yeah, and instead I'm going to buy two two long boxes of books to make <laughs> up go. for it. So instead of having one book on the bookshelf, I have two big boxes. I don't know where to put them. Not to mention the box of comics that comes every month. Sometimes they ship it in a... This month they ship it in a giant... Well, not your size box, but for me, a big box. I'm like, oh my gosh. But there really wasn't that much in it. Like It was yeah. just a normal amount of stuff in it. They just happened to use a big box. I'm like, oh. So you had two back-to-back -back conventions, almost. <laughs> Within yeah. a month of each other. Yeah. I know. It's the... Uh, I'm spoiled. What was this convention that you I'm went spoiled. to? Spoiled. This is the... Oh, I can't remember what they... I can't remember what their uh, name is. Were they it, one with creators? Or was it just like a hotel con where there's a bunch of vendors? It's, it's one I've been to before. It's the one at, at a fairground. Oh, yeah. the fairground. Actually, Actually, I go to two different fairground ones. This is the one I go to more often. I've already been to this one. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I think this might be the... It's definitely the second, possibly the third post-COVID convention at this at this fairgrounds. But it's one where they have... It's mostly dealers. They do have an artist's alley, but it's pretty small. And they have no no big names. Just most... If, any, if there's any big names, they're local people. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Art Balthazar? Oh yeah, name? Balthazar and Franco. Franco. Yeah, because they're uh, they're local. They're, they're, but you they have, have you you have a lot show. of local people that are big time in Chicago. There are, and we get like 
who's been there before? So like uh, Frank Fosco, he's local. He wasn't at this one, but he's been there at the past. Angel Medina's been there in the past because he's local. Yeah. And we get Rich Kozlowski. Wait, wait. Let, let, let's say that again. Angel Medina. I want uh, Daryl to hear that. Angel Medina is a local in Chicago. Is he? Is he really? He's not in New York. I, I gotta look it up now. I'm pretty sure he is. Cause Angel Medina has links to Spawn. Yeah, he's uh, let's see. I just picked up one of his books at the con. Uh, he did a uh, a oh, Marvel book guy. called Black Wolf. This is Angel Medina, the software engineer. I don't think this is gonna say where he lives. You can get your. I think I assume he was because I've seen him at s- several local shows. So, and they're yeah. like small fairground shows. So. Ah. And not the big the big shows. So. Daryl's a real big fan. That's why I mentioned it. Hopefully he's gonna listen to this episode. He doesn't. He doesn't read comics anymore. He won't read this. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you listen to this? Maybe because we talked about TV for about <coughs> fifteen minutes. <laughs> to promote that. So. Yeah. There's. There's. Mostly local creators, and not a not a huge number of. Isn't Jenny Frizen out there too? Uh, I think the Challengers uh, uh, guys are always talking about her. I didn't. She might be. I. I, I don't so know. is Daniel Warren Johnson. I think. He might be. I know. Uh, Harley. Hey. Dan Doherty is. Man, I'm sorry, everybody. This Harley's getting a little senile. Keep it down. Before she eats, she decides, I'm going to yell at everybody, and she can't hear. So she's like, I don't know what she's... She can't even hear anything. She just sits there and does a ritual. I think it's a, a pagan ritual. She does it every time before she eats? Yeah. Weird. Hey! Quiet! Tell her you're podcasting. We're podcasting. We're doing the Lord's work. Hey! <laughs> now she wants to be on the show. Yeah. Who else is Chicago? Tim Seeley. Yeah. There are several. I think that so, uh, Big Dog Inc. guy, Tom uh, Hutchinson. Oh, Tom Hutchinson. Yeah. And I don't know. Some of these people, I don't know if they're like directly from Chicago or... They're from near nearby anyway. Was the Tom Hutchinson have a booth there? Then? No. Oh, he's been there. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's been at this show, but I know he's fairly local. He reminds me of Steven Seagal for some reason. <laughs> you mean physically, or the way he looks and the way he has the ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Get his autograph. I still support his Kickstarters. Um, Wasn't that the only way to get his books now? Yeah, that's his only way. It it, it must. 
it must be way more profitable than going through previews. Like, whatever he's doing now is sustaining him rather than what, you know, going through previews magazine. Yeah. I mean, it does make sense. Because cl- clearly you're not paying a third party. Yeah. Uh, it's more work for you because you have to do the individual shipments instead of just one. Instead of no shipments. <clears throat> but your uh, profit margins per unit are much higher. And yeah. you can charge if you want. I would double dip if I was him. Like some of these companies. like. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't. I think that's the best way to do it is to kickstart it, get it funded, make your profit that you can, and then put it in previews and then see if you can get an audience that way. Because I think there are different audiences. There's there's a lot of people that don't want to spend 15 bucks a comic, you know, <laughs> but they'd be willing to try it for four bucks. Right. But anyway, you 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 went and bought a boatload of comics, and they were some obscure <clears throat> stuff. I did so. So the first thing I do when I got there, well, the first thing I did was I went to the bathroom. <laughs> and how long did did you did you piss next to Stan Lee like I did? I I didn't see any celebrities. Ah. I like that one convention where I almost pissed next to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> I still re- I still have regrets over that show. Yeah, because you didn't hold his junk. You're like, can I please? Can I yeah, he was walking out as I was walking in. I'm like, God damn it! If I was like, yeah, um, you're two like, minutes earlier. Wait, don't don't shake. Let me shake it for you. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> you Are done? You done? I'll, I'll be happy to shake it. I'll for be you. happy to shake it for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you need Do you need someone to hold hold it for you? I could help aim your stream. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then so I, then I walk around to see you know what the, what dealer tables are are like, and there are a lot of dealers. So there was actually more I think than than last time. And I come up on this one booth, and it's like dollar comics, and then it's uh, what was it, ten for fifteen? I think something like that. Yeah. I start flipping through it. And I'm like, "Holy shit! What is this stuff?" And I'm finding like all this like weird old stuff. And there was like so the way he had it set up was there was two boxes that were kind of facing outward toward the aisle, and then you could go kind of into the booth, and there was like more boxes in there. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's probably just. And I go through. Actually, it was maybe like three, three boxes. So I go through these three boxes, and it's amazing stuff. And I get a whole stack of stuff, and I'm like. Well, this is probably just these three boxes. Like, this is where he put like all the weird comics. And I'm like, why would you put your weird comics boxes like out out on the aisle? Like, why wouldn't you put your like, you know, your Marvel or DC boxes out here? Yeah. Then I start going through all the other boxes, and it's the same stuff. It's the same weird stuff. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I just. I, I probably would have. I probably would have spent like. I would have bought a lot, probably. <laughs> I was getting like everything I've never heard of before. I was picking up anything that looked kind of cool. Stuff that I, I, 
I filled in a couple holes in some runs. It was crazy. Yeah. It was just crazy. I even met like some of the, some other dudes like we're going through the boxes at the same time. And I I I'm like these boxes are crazy. It's like I haven't seen any boxes like this before and they're like, "Yeah, I know. This is insane." And one dude had like a huge stack and the other guy he was he didn't have a very big stack, but he was like he was like you where he was getting like he's trying to get like all the Kamiko books and all the innovation books. So he has like yeah. specific that he's trying to complete these dead publisher runs. Wow. It was awesome. <laughs> it was great. It was just, and I was just getting them because I'm like, you know, and, and that's usually stuff that like people don't even bother to bring to cons, you know? Yeah. This stuff, so, this stuff won't sell. Nobody wants it. It's the type of stuff that occasionally you find like a box or something that has some, a run of weird stuff in it. But yeah. this is just like, it was I like it was a, someone's collection, and then they just kind of... I found a random box, and it got me going down a rabbit hole. Uh, I got, like, Warlock 5 and Warlocks, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and one of them... Where I told I really... you about... I, I know I've, I've, I've mentioned this on the show before, but Warlock 5 was actually one of the first... I th- it was one of the books that... One of the first books I ever bought, and one of the first, and kind of introduced me to indie books. <laughs> oh yeah. Because I remember I told the story before. Because when I first started collecting, I didn't really know anything about publishers. Yeah. So I, I mean, I knew the superheroes obviously, but like everything else, and this was the '80s, like like mid to late eight, probably mid '80s. So there's like lots of other publishers besides Marvel and DC at that time. Because mm-hmm. that's when there was the big black and white boom, and Warlock Five was one of the first I got because I like I like the covers so much. Did you get the like, early no. stuff or the later stuff? See, it, this is the early stuff. It was like the the, the, the was, early like, stuff. The artist looks like really crisp, but the stuff that I latched onto was the later stuff. Yeah, the later, I latched the, on. I la- I latched onto Barry Blair. Like, yeah, that's the stuff that. I found intriguing, like his his art style, because it was almost like manga, but not. It it was it, it's a very interesting style, and that's when people were complaining, like, so so. I latched on to the part where people were like I used to like the art in Warlock Five, and what happened? <laughs> well, Warlock Five, and I don't know the what happened on the legal side of it, but. It was created by Gordon Derry and Dennis Bouvet, and they were the ones doing it. And I, I don't, I'd have to look to see who, if they had the copyright or whatever, if it was, or if the company owned it. It was Aircell was publishing it, yeah. And they did it for like ten issues, and then suddenly it changed, and they weren't even, then they weren't on it anymore. Yeah. And the Barry story Blair started later, and then huh? the, he, and then the story went in a totally different direction, and then they completely rebooted it. So it was weird. Well, Actually, I I, the, I know uh, that I know that Barry Blair bought Aerosol. Yeah, that might be what what that might be on the legal side. What happened where he just bought it and and they didn't have the rights to their own thing. Yeah, because Aerosol maybe Aerosol had the rights to it, so they they lost it. But it's weird because like you can tell that what people were fond of is they're they're they like that earlier stuff way better. Yeah, but I mean that's going to be natural, right? If you have a run of 
I said 10 issues, but it might even have been 11 or 12 issues or 13. I can't remember how many they did, but I was getting it back then. I was yeah. upset. I mean, when they switched, I was like, I was pissed because I'd been enjoying this very distinctive airbrush art and, and story. <laughs> And I was totally into it, and then it like totally changed. It's like, yeah, what happened? But I'm I'm like intrigued because uh, Barry Blair did like storytelling that was like old days, except it was all over the place. Like it had like six story threads. One was this Nazi girl in a subway killing a bunch of people, and then like I was just intrigued because it was so wild, like. I I didn't know what the hell was going on, but it was just amazing. And then I read Warlocks, which has nothing to do with Warlock 5, like, at least that I can tell. And it was really good. And then I started reading Leather and Lace, and that's where I had had a bunch of it, like, and I didn't even know it was Barry Blair. It just led me down a rabbit hole. And I had bought, like... One almost like one through nine entirely. I missed a couple issues, or one through, I don't know, eleven, and I I missed issues one, two, and nine or something like that. And I just read them like I had a Barry Blair weekend. I don't have any leather and lace. I have, I have all of Warlock five, and I have some of Warlocks. It, it it is a weird series. Like it it's totally weird because it gets into like sexual. Um... Yeah, Leather and Lace was a adult book. It was an adult, but not. He has two versions, and I had the the non adult version. He has one that's published general, oh, and one that's published two. adult. I didn't know that. And the I had the I general ones, which adult. still the general ones will still show like uh, boobies, but they won't show anything else. And they have like a weird undertone because there's there's like this mistress that has like these young kids that are dressed up in like leather <laughs> yeah, that, outfit. That in his stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, they were dressed up like in chameleon lizard outfits or rats. You know, they would dress up in rats. And there's like, well, there is nothing like sexual that you see. It has like a weird, a weird storytelling to it too so it's it is bizarre and this kid who you think is really young but it it flat out says he just turned 18 he goes on an adventure with two women to go find um one of the girls that was kidnapped one of the sisters that was kidnapped in the sex ring and he goes with the two women to thailand and it just gets crazy. I mean, it's a crazy comic book, man. But it, it I was highly entertained by that comic book. Yeah, I'm surprised this, this one didn't have any leather and lace in it. Yeah. That's... This boxes seemed like they w- should have had some air, aerosol. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really see a lot of aerosol, to be honest. I don't think I got any, which usually you find that stuff. So this had stuff that you usually don't don't find. Yeah. Well, Ed Moore said that the early Warlock Five, like not the Barry Blair, but the early Warlock Five, yeah. is collected in a hardcover by Outlander. It is. I have it and on that, my shelf. Uh, yeah. 
And uh, he gave me a link where I could purchase it, so that was a Kickstarter. It was, and that had uh, that one's cool because it has two unreleased issues in it. So there's two issues that the creators created but were never published because of whatever happened. Yeah. So you get the full the full story in those. But it's interesting because Barry Blair does have some letters pages, and there's a lot of people that just didn't like him. (laughs) Letters pages in what? In his well, leather and lace. In leather and lace. Yeah. So he's he's printing letters. He's printing letters that are non-favorable to him, which is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, because he could just leave them out. This. I, I did some research on him. He he died pretty young because of a brain aneurysm. Yeah, um, he did. That was it was spo- about ten years ago. They like misdiagnosed him entirely. Oh, that would happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's sad. He he was pretty talented because he did all the art. He did all the storytelling. He did all the lettering. Like he was his own comic machine. Yeah, he had a he had an assistant later. Who yeah. Helped him. I can't remember, Colin, I think. Yeah, I'm a, I like uh, I actually have a uh, one of the pieces of art on my wall is a Barry Blair. A Barry Blair, yeah. Wow, what is it from? Do you know? <laughs> it's from. I can't remember if it says on it. I think it's it's from no, I don't know what it's from. Okay. Cuz I thought it, I thought it was from Time something, I can't remember what it's called, but I looked through those issues and I can't find it in those issues. Ah. Or anything that looks like it. It's I have it on my wall just cuz it's it's What 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 is it of? So So it's what it's like a splash page with like three insert panels. Yeah. So the splash page is this girl with black hair. She's wearing like a tank top. And she's kind of leaning against a tree or sneaking around a tree so in, in a forest. So that's kind of the main picture. And then in the inserts, she's looking at a boat out in the water. And then there's a close-up of her face. And then you see the empty boat out on the water. Yeah. It's just a really it's, – it's an amazingly cool page. You get a – it's like a full a full page length of this, this woman. And then a cool, like, close-up of her face, which looks – I mean, if you saw the close-up of her face, it's 100% – Barry Blair, yeah, art. So I, I just love it for the. You should like take a picture. You should take a picture of it and send it to me. Yeah, I'll take a picture. Because I, I, I am a fan, and I have been looking at a lot of his work. So maybe I can look at the character and say this is leather and lace. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I've read Warlocks. I've read Warlock Five. I've read. And in, in, in Warlock, Warlock Five, the way his stories go is it goes from absurd to like something that's standard. Like you, there's so many plot threads in in there that it it's it could be from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I can't remember what the name of the series was. I swear it had time in it. Time Walker? No, it's not it. Well, let me see him. Let me look at my database. Time. 
No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know what it was. So did, you didn't get any Blairy Blair stuff in this? this I didn't. Round. No, I didn't see any. I didn't see any Barry Blair stuff. What are some of the companies that you did grab? All right, let me. Oh, this one's a caliber horror show, Tales of Fear and Fantasy. That must be like a newer horror show. Horror show. Well, that has an an unusual cover for sure. I think it's a Richard Sala cover. It is Richard Sala. Yeah. It has art by Tom Sutton. I mean, he's probably the biggest one. Richard Larson, Gene Day, Mark Campbell. It's by Mark Burby. Stories by Mark Burby. I don't know if this is true, okay? Because sometimes my database has flaws in it. But it has it listed here for 89 bucks. <laughs> 89 bucks. Yeah. Hey, uh, I almost made my money back. <laughs> yeah, that's issue. what I was saying. I, I don't think it could be accurate, but it might. If I go to... I'm going to go to my comic shop and just do some <laughs> research. I find the, that hard to believe. I mean... All of these books are worth way more than I paid for them, for sure. I don't know if there's any that are super yeah, see, valuable. Yeah, that's out of stock. Ooh. Yeah. It could be anything, then. Yeah. I'll say $89. What is this? Wingbird Returns. Horror Show. I'm going to open this caliber. up while you're looking that up. Oh, it's a Verotic book. Verotic? Verotic. Oh, it's, um, what what is this one called? <laughs> it's called Wingbird Returns. Wingbird Returns. Ringbird. Ring. Wing? Wing? Wingbird. Yeah, like a bird wing. Oh, I, I found it. The other way around. It's like a manga style. Oh, wow. Those are some big titties. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, we got some penetration. I don't have any uh, writers or artists listed for this. What is it? For? What is the writer and artist on this one? It is not listed. If you don't want this because of its adult nature, I'd gladly <laughs> take it. <laughs> yeah, we take it off my hands. I'll take it off your hands next uh, time we meet up. You wouldn't want that filth in your house. This is all contents, copyright Wingbird. So I think Wingbird... I think Wingbird is the creator. Ah. And he's got a pentagram between his name, then. <laughs> he does. Yeah, because there's no... <laughs> there's English translation, there's letters, and there's colors credited, but no... So I guess it's Wingbird. He doesn't want to... It's probably it could be someone who just doesn't want. You got this for a buck. Their name. Ooh, that's some bondage. <laughs> the well, the the price on this one's listed as thirty-four bucks. Ooh. 
Damn it! You're like you like struck it, and you don't even know you struck it. <laughs> so what are we up to now? Eighty-nine. You're already over a hundred bucks. There we go. That's good. Well, some That's of these Verat. Ver, no, I'm I'm being honest because I've been dipping my toe in Verotic lately. They're expensive. I mean, they're you you cannot get a Verotic for under ten bucks. Really? Yeah. I'm spending about twenty twenty five bucks. Probably because is it, you think it's because print run. It's print run and it's fucking demand. There's yeah. got to be a demand. To, oh, there's a, yeah. There's always going to be a demand for sex comics. I got a, a Verotic in the mail and I was kind of disappointed. It was it was a big fucking like when I bought it from previews. I thought, you know, here's a part one and part two. It's going to be a graphic novel. But it was a, a Western, and I was like, okay, Western horror, that's going to be pretty cool, mm-hmm. especially in Verotic. But it was a, it was more of a poster book, like ah. an art book. That's always a bummer. <laughs> yeah, finding this horror show is going to be a rough uh, on eBay. Just Oh, there's one. Oh, holy shit, it is $89. <laughs> I found it on eBay. It says 89.99 or best offer. My best offer is a dollar. How's that? And he's selling it for 89.99 in VG. Oh. Holy crap on us. Oh god, Bill. You struck just... gold on this. Winkbird returns. <laughs> I gotta look up this on eBay. Oh man, my database is accurate. Returns Verotic Comics. That one, you can get a copy for fifteen bucks, but. I also see forty two fifty or best offer. So it could be either either way my database is fairly accurate. Because my database took a mean, it looks like you know, yeah. it's it's in between there. In between. So yeah. damn. Fuck Bill. That was only the first two. Uh, yeah, you made your money back with two comic books. Two comics. Yeah, Woo-hoo. did you see that, Barb? He bought a bunch of dollar comic books, and he made his money back in two comics. Yes, and nobody gives a shit about these books, but they're expensive as shit. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, you got to the good stuff yet? These either. are legit. What? <laughs> We do we have to do previews today? We could just go through this. <laughs> go through this box. <laughs> we may not get through this whole box in one episode. <laughs> we'll have to save some. Maybe we could just do like ten of them. What else you got? Give me another one. Uh, Snarf number nine. Okay, this one I know about. This yeah. one. Yeah, I have some Snarfs already. Snarf. What snarfs I have. This was Kitchen Sink. Yeah, Kitchen Sink. I have something snarf. What, 
I'm trying to find it. I have number 12. What'd oh. you have? Number nine? Yeah, number nine. Oh, I already have. Number sn nine. Snarf. I have 13. So now I have nine and 13. Ah, number nine has a pretty good cover. That one is just cover price in my date. Well, it's 475. That's over cover price. And 13 is 950. Oh. So you're. I already have that one. God dang. Oh, it's got a Joe Matt? You got a Joe Matt in number. In number 13. Oh, is there you know, Joe Matt in that? You, you know I'm a Joe Matt fan. So that one should be sent to me on my birthday. <laughs> I'm. I was a Joe Matt fan before you. No, were. no, you were not. You didn't know Joe Matt before me. <laughs> I do because no, I have, you did it. You did not. You. I, got I was Keith the Joe, Joe in single issues. No, no. It was way before you ever heard. No, of I talked about him way more than you did. <laughs> I think I actually have a letter in one issue of Peep Show. Actually, oh, really? I know I do. You son I, of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, I then I, I, will, <laughs> I will agree that you're a bigger fan if you have a letter. <laughs> uh, you win, okay, Bill? I'm, I forgot I'm about that. This, you that win. was a, a memory that just popped into my brain. Yeah, or you could be lying. I wonder what issue. It was a later issue. What, what did you say in Peep Show? I love how you <laughs> masturbated to the porn. I said is that, is that was, what you said? No, I said the way Drew's girlfriend made it look like she was E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what his response I can't was, believe I... you gotta find this and then show it to me. And then I mean you you have to text me this. I, I need to read this letter because I've read Joe Matt and I'm like I'm just so curious on what you have to say. If there's a paragraph there Oh, I like how you had the Kleenex by the bed all the time. <laughs> and if I remember correctly oh, Wow, I think you, my... you got verklempt. I know. <laughs> I get too excited. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that my letter was actually longer and he just printed like a part of it. He didn't print the whole thing. Well, you got to, I, I don't care if it's five sentences. I want to, I want to read this You want to see it? I have to yes, find it. I, not a lot of people will cherish this shit, but I have cherished the shit out of it. <laughs> so I, I want like, because you're one of my best friends and you wrote you let you wrote a letter to the guy that masturbates all the time. <laughs> That's fucking awesome as shit. <laughs> you're like my hero now. I even told Barb, I think Barb was with me when I when Joe Matt was at a convention and I had just finished reading Spent and I'm like, I really wanna go shake this guy's hand and I knew what he does. Do <laughs> I just couldn't do it. But now I would. Now now I would in my older age. I would. Now you're not so scared. Yeah, I was like, I'd shake his hand and said, man, that thing is whacked off so much that <laughs> it's incredible. You feel like you hold it extra long. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm shaking the hand. Of of Joe Matt. Just <laughs> touch the wiener of Joe Matt. I can't believe you wrote a letter to Joe Matt. You never told me this. I forgot. I forgot about what it. What the hell? I haven't thought Please, about that in a long if time. if you have peep peep shows like a larger comic, isn't it? 
No, size-wise, you mean? Yeah, I thought it was magazine format. No, it's regular. Oh, okay, you gotta take a picture of this thing if you could Actually, find I think it. That, one of the issues is like smaller. Yeah, I just have to figure out <clears throat> where my where my peep show. No, this will be like a gift to me. Like I, I, I will so much love to see this letter to Joe. It's probably in those boxes there. I just have to figure out which box has peas in it. Wow, this is cool. You got Snarf. <clears throat> I will pick up an issue of Snarf every time I rent. I, I only have two issues, but... Yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. Especially, it is a cool cover, this number nine, because it has like a statue, like a finely drawn statue, and then there's like animated... Animated, there's an animated female mouse and an animated male mouse who's like eyes are bulging at her, and then there's a cat with a knife who's watching. Yeah, it's like a Tom and Jerry thing. Yeah. I have Snarf 12, which has a Richard Corbin cover. Ah. And it looks crazy. That's why I bought it. Like, I had never seen this before. And it has on the cover, it says, Picar on Superman, Sturgeon on Jesus, Cruz on Nancy's. <laughs> and the cover looks pretty crazy. I think it's just an anthology, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kitchen sink anthology. Yeah, those are good. Wow. This is the best episode ever. What What else we got? <laughs> So I got three issues of the yellow Do- of yellow dog. Yellow dog. This sounds familiar. Yellow dog, which is a I think it's a pretty well known. Uh, underground. <laughs> yeah, underground comic. And I don't know what issue number is there because this one doesn't seem to have a number. I don't oh, wait, have number any 16, number twenty three, and number eighteen. 16 I have a price of $85 for. You have 16 and what? The prices right. I'm giving to you by the way are near mint by the way. Yeah, so mine are, these are not yeah, near mint. Yeah, so so $85, what's the other one? Uh 18 24 and 23. 23 is 47. Nice. But my, these Matt- are not God these are, dang. These are little beat up issues. That's still, if, even if it's VG or G, it, you're still going to look at like, it's way more worth than a dollar. Yeah, if I, I mean, these if are I, no brainers to grab. If I see. If I crank a, it to VG, you're looking at $9.50. So that's still fucking good. Yeah. But if I see, if I see underground books for. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah, I, I'm going to grab them. I did not know Underground Comics until I saw the that documentary on Crumb. Like, I I, I yeah. just didn't know what it was or what what, what they were. They were. In, but in every time, like, even if I'm traveling and I go into a comic store and I see them, like, I'll, I'll see them sometimes on the wall. They're not too expensive. They're usually, like, 12 bucks or whatever, but I'll pick them up. The last time I picked up a handful was an Arizona comic store. I picked up a bunch of them. Cool. Yeah, I did get. I have some more too. 
Uh, wow, you 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 hit a gold. I'm so jealous. I wish I could have been there with you. I would have fought you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a, a bloodbath. But I just can't imagine what what was in these boxes and the stuff you just didn't get either. Like I I think I would have been flabbergasted. I have to admit that I was kind of stressing out when I was trying to go to sleep last night over some stuff that I passed on. Oh my god. Like, damn it. I shouldn't have passed on anything. I should have just grabbed it all. Why didn't I grab it all? Well, you're everything that you're saying is extremely low print runs and they're all double digits. So it's like Yeah, you yeah, you struck couldn't gold. Have, couldn't have what, gone wrong. Throw me another bone. Come on. Uh watch out comics number 1. What? I've never heard of this. I think I already have an issue of this. Watch out. Oh, there's only one issue of it? Oh, is there? Then I guess I don't already have it. It's, does it out. say gay satire from San Francisco? Oh, yeah. I already I already have this issue. Oh, I got a dupe of it. Well, you could say it. You could, you could yeah, gay sat save satire me this from one. San Francisco. Yeah. You this one? I do. I do. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a trade. You, you tell me which... Which issues of um, uh, what the hell is that bad idea that you're missing? And I might be able to fill some of them because right, I sometimes yeah. bought two. I actually picked up a couple. I, f I filled in some holes of my bad idea. I think oh, I'm only did, missing one issue now. Did you get them from the Challengers? From Challengers, I did. See, I told you. I to those guys were like more than happy to like. They hated working with them so much that they were like, I could hardly wait to get these out of our store. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, man, they had like probably like 25 issues of sleigh bells. Yeah. I was like, damn, you guys really ordered a lot of these. Who, did, who was there when you checked out, just out of curiosity? Uh, I don't know which guy it was. But I also well, don't the know he the heavier guy or the the bald guy. Oh, that's uh, I don't know their names either, but <laughs> I, I do. God dang it, Dale. It the... Dale. His name is Dell. Okay, Dell. Yeah. It wasn't the tattooed guy. Yeah, it's Dell. <clears throat> Did you Which talk to his... him at all? Not really. God dang, Bill! I gotta I didn't go. Know... I I'm gonna really go visit. To I'm gonna go visit you at this next flea market. I have I all, all kinds a, of vacation. I'm flying I don't listen in. Listen to the podcast. That's okay. I would have talked to him. You listen to the podcast. <clears throat> I would have asked him stuff like, "Wow, these bad." I want. I want to know some. Like, I would like to know some more in depth about dealing with bad idea, and how they pissed you off. Yeah, if I had known that they hated bad idea, I could have said. So I hear you hate bad. So why do you guys hate hate bad ideas so much? Why is yeah. bad idea such a bad idea? Yeah, watch out, comics. There's I only have one issue for 1986. I can't even tell you the creators on this one because it might it doesn't it looks like an anthology of some sort. <clears throat> yeah, it probably is. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure who did the. cover man these are these are gem i would have so far everything that you picked i would have picked too oh then i got three issues of ripoff comics 
Okay, I have a few of these. Yeah, these are well known by everyone. Yeah, uh, Shel Shelton is that her name? Sheldon. Yeah. I actually don't have many. I only have uh, Gilbert Shelton. Yeah. I got two, three, and four. I only have five. Oh, you almost have a a good run now combined. So two. I said the, they're most he's most well known for uh, the Freak Brothers, fabulous free Freak Brothers. This is looks like an anthology. Yeah, the Freak Brothers have been collected by Fanographics a couple times. Yeah. Three, four. You said three and four, and. Uh, two, two, three, and four. Dealer McDope. Mom Squad. Yeah, Dealer McDope. Wonderwort Hog. That looks cool. Sudden death. Today's football Sunday. Wow, so you hit it big on the underground. Yeah, they had a nice... So that, I mean, just price-wise, these ones aren't, aren't worth as much. They're like $7. Yeah, I think they probably had a bigger print run. Number three is $12. What else you got? <clears throat> these were all less than a buck each then, because you bought them by the 15s. Yeah, I wish I, had, I wish I had done the math earlier. Yeah, it works out to like sixty-six cents, sixty-seven cents. Oh yeah. Here we go. Tales from the Ozone. This one Number sounds two. familiar. I don't know I why it an, sounds familiar. It's another underground book. I know nothing about it. I don't even know who published it. There's two versions of it. One's print mint. Yeah, print mint. I think that's that's what it says. And I can't. What which issue was it? Number two. It's weird. My database doesn't have a cover for number one, but mm. it does have one for number two. Put me down, you pseudo intellectual. What Come does in. that say? Effet anarchist snob. <laughs> yeah, later. <laughs> What game do you want to buy? What? Core Keeper? How much is it? Ask him what it's rated as. What's it rated? T for Teen? <laughs> What's the game about? Oh, like Terraria. What's it called? Core Keeper? Make sure it doesn't have any scenes from this underground comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's okay. But I'm podcasting right now, so I can't pay for it. Just give him your wallet. What's online? He he needs to access my PayPal. Oh. Maybe when you go grab a cookie and uh, cheer wine. He can wait. I had a Peppy Mac. What else you got? Does this Ozone? There's which oh, oh yeah, this other Tales from the Ozone is a Russ Gibb one. This is weird. 
Yeah, I don't have. I don't think I have that one. But it's got Robert Crumb on that one. Oh. Gilbert Sheldon, Von Bodie. Wow, it's got some big artists on that one. On number one. I got the wrong one then. Well, I can't tell on my database because some some nobody entered in your version. But it oh my god, is this the one that has the weird alien on the cover? Yeah, it's got like an alien bug on the cover. I have on this a price of a hundred and one dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? There you go. Tales Souls. Someone wants to buy this for a hundred and one dollars. Number two. That's in pretty good condition too. Uh, and the eBay's it only has it for fifteen. Oh. So. I prefer the. Mine might be well. The graded copies are. Three hundred and fifty. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, that's stupid graded though. That was a. A nine yeah, this is the, not a, the nine point four is going for six hundred and fifty. Sold. There you go. You could tell them to grade it and get what a seven point or a six point Wow, that other one was three seventy five. Man, now's the time to sell. <clears throat> Actually, it's was the time to sell but what else do you got hang on i gotta put it back in the bag i was looking at the condition it's not it's not that great uh tales of the armorkins armorkins how do you spell that uh a r m so armor, A R M O R K I N S. Found it. Number one or two? Oh no, there's a second print on this one. Yeah, it doesn't have anything on it. And got nineteen dollars on this one. If it's the first print. I have no idea. Well, it probably says in the indicia. I have to open it. 1971 from Cohen Company. It's written by Larry S. Todd with art by Larry S. Todd and Trina Robbins. Oh, Trina Robbins. Is an artist on one of those stories. Barb knows Trina Robbins. We shared a bus ride with her. She smokes the weed. <laughs> yeah, I think all these underground creators she was the one that was asking uh where can we because uh colorado has legalized <laughs> weed where do we get the weed <laughs> i just turned to a page and, and it says aha i thought i smelled dope <laughs> this looks really good it's like anthropomorphic animals did it say if it was second print or first in the inner indicia? it doesn't say anything so i assume it's first print okay the the item description of the second print says there's a green strip on the bottom of the back cover 
We're just trying to determine if this is first print <laughs> or second print. Is there a green strip on the bottom of the back cover? I mean, the the back cover is green, so. Hmm. I don't know how the this has a green strip. So if you don't have the green strip, I haven't you... see a strip. Well, then you probably have a first print. Yay! <laughs> Thank goodness. I want to read yeah. this. This looks pretty. I like the art. This looks pretty good. Man, I am so jealous. Like I. God dang. What yeah, else do you got? You see why my I was like hyperventilating going through these boxes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. The the part the part that I would have had had pro, problem with is self control because yeah, it was, was, pro, it was there's pro, yeah. there's probably so much in there I don't have. Do you know what I mean? And I would just want to <laughs> just can I just take these boxes off your hand? How much for all these boxes? <laughs> no doubt. I mean, God. I mean, yeah, because we're only like what ten issues in or whatever. Let's do two more. I think we got time for two more. All right, let's see what we got. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, tasty. Ah, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> From Washington. Is it Tasty community. Bits or Tasty Comics? Just taste. It just says Tasty on it. Oh, I can't see. It's, it's published by Washington Free Community. And I have no idea how much it costs. Does it have a woman on the cover? Yeah, it has a. It's like a black cover. And, and then has it a like has a baby inside. Yeah. You what the your, hell's going on here? You can see inside yeah, her I body. do see it. I have a price of fifteen bucks. There you go. On this one. But you see, like it's cool because like the tasty logo itself is kind of like. I don't know. It's like it's it's kind of like hippie inspired, but. Inside yeah. the letters, it almost looks like it's like organs or something. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It looks awesome. It looks like if you saw this in a box, there's no way. Like, who would pass by this comic? No, I would have bought everything that you got. I would have got. Like, there, there, there's there's <laughs> nothing. How could 1969, 1970? I don't, I don't recognize any of the writers or artists who got art steve steve hickman patrick burke benton quinn howard friedman yeah it looks like some kind of anthology yeah it seems like a lot of these are anthologies they must have been big at the time all right we got time for one more oh this is one i already have but i had oh. to get it just because it's one of my favorite comics and favorite creators uh, Slut Burger, number one. Slut Burger. Yeah, Slut Burger. By Mary Fleener. Oh, wow. That does look cool. That looks nuts. Yeah, she does, like, kind of like cubist art. I don't know what that term means. Like Picasso. Oh, kind of like my uh, superhuman plumber. The Tales of the Superhuman Player. Jay Straczynski's brother. This was published published around the time that uh, Peep Show and Hate and all those were being published. So early 90s. 
Yeah, this looks interesting. I already have it, but... It even like, says as a description, cartoonist Mary Fleener uses Picasso-inspired artwork to share autobiographical anecdotes of her Southern California life and the personalities that will fill it. From her college experience in 1970s through her adventures as a struggling visual artist in the 1980s, tales of drug raids, insensitive roommates, artists, ethics, and cats with stomach aches are equally related in wry, humorous manner. Sex is indeed a topic of the comic, but the focus of the work transcends the bedroom escapades implied by its title. Despite the extreme situations in which Flenner finds herself, there is a universal quality to the episodes that reminds us that we all have a few stories like these. These are the stories that aren't funny at the time they are happening, but looking back, one can't help but laugh. Flenner obviously feels real emotion as she conjures these past experiences, and it's to her credit that the humorous exterior of her work only enhances the reader's ability to identify her with her. That's a great write-up. Who wrote this write-up? Jesus. I love I, I love my database. That's probably a slings and arrows thing. I want to see if it is. I have slings and arrows right here. Usually my database will say will credit slings and arrows. This one does not have a credit on it. I should look up some of these comics and slings and arrows and see if any of them are. I don't know if he covers the underground stuff. Oh, yeah, it does a slow burger. Yeah, this is uh, this seems like a gem. I, the, the actual story intrigues me more than the art. Oh, I love the art. Yeah, the autobiographical stories. You get used to the art, though. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, I I needed to in Superhuman Plumber too. So, Sings and Arrows is a different different, different write up. There's like five issues of this thing out, Bill. Yeah, I think there's. God dang, and we only went through like ten books. And you yep, have a box and a half. I got two boxes, yeah. Damn it. Well, about a box and a half was from that dealer, and then I, I found... Barb has to listen to this episode just to <laughs> appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the comics that she has all around Slings her. and Arrows looked at leather and lace? Probably yeah, not. You should read it if it... Oh, it does have it. Let me see what mine says. Leather and Lace. is a sexy comedy adventure by Barry Blair. Its story has gone through an almost unbelievable number of twists and turns. It all began when an innocent blonde, Pam Wilde, went to the big city in search of her missing sister. Cindy Wilde had been working in a rather kinky nightclub run by Vaughn. Well, that that turns out weird because she finds her sister, and she's actually not kidnapped. She is the villain. Wow, this is 25 issues? Yeah, that's a long run. Sheesh. Yeah, this this Slings and Error review is not very positive. What does it say? Because there's a lot of people that don't like him. (laughs) Do you want me to read it? Yeah, is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. 
Yeah, read it because it's probably involves pedophile and, and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it does have that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead okay, and read at a, it. At a time when his Ripper comic was being lambasted for racism. <laughs> <laughs> the loathsome Barry Blair's other creative input was full of unpleasant overtones of pedophilia. Most of the characters, although supposedly adults, resembled prepubescent children, usually clad, as the title suggests, in bondage gear and erotic underwear. Well, well, you, the, you know what it does do, though? They, they do look like kids. They look like kids that are, I don't know, like 14. But yeah, probably something around there. He yeah. explicitly says their ages are seventeen, eighteen. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had done some research on him, so I kind of knew what they would say. Yeah, this one is more neutral. And it says issues were sealed in plastic bags, and Blair also produced tamer versions of each issue for newsstand distribution. Guess and... which version sold best? <laughs> The adult? I'm sure. <laughs> well, I, I, all the ones that I have are the tame. They're probably the rarer ones. Maybe. Uh, they weren't in a plastic bag. M mine don't say adults only on it. They say um, general audiences. Okay. But even even the general audiences ones are questionable. Right. But uh, I I you do don't, you I don't have the explicit stuff, but they're still. Yeah, I do want to seek this out. There yeah, is. I really wish I could share some of this with you, but it's so fucking weird. <laughs> it's unusual as hell. They're available in tame version for readers who appreciate the less graphic treatment of the graphic stories. I would be curious to compare. I really would. The fact that he did art in both modes, I, I, it would be an interesting thing to see. Oh, to compare them? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I almost want to get one just as an, an adult version just to see. To, to compare? Yeah, that would yeah. be fascinating to see. What he changed. If it was just a matter of covering stuff up or if they're like completely redone panels. Mm -hmm. I put I put a bunch of leather and lace. I mean, it's a pretty long running. I put a bunch of them into my uh, my queue and and also uh, Warlocks and Warlock five because Warlock five Barry Blair had um. God, who was that Hulk artist? The guy who did the pit, Dale yeah, Keown. Keown. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I have a Dale Keown story too for you. Yeah, I heard it's, it's not, not favorable. It's not good. <laughs> it, uh, what is it? The Comics Gate stuff? Yeah. Well, he did a live stream. Oh, he fell asleep. Where he was super drunk. Yeah. I heard. I heard people were calling like nine one one because they thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> well it's a it's like a six or seven hour live stream yeah he, he was rant, he was ranting about how marvel has screwed the hulk yeah did you watch any minutes. of it and, yeah i did the whole thing and then he passes out no i mean well no because like or, or did you five just hours skim of it around 
Yeah, five hours of it is just him sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end, he like wakes up again and talks about how much <laughs> he loves Comic Skate. <laughs> and how he wants to get even drunker. Uh, I just supported one of his uh, Kickstarters, so we'll there see how it we'll I didn't see know how he had it a turns Kickstarter. on. It was an Indiegogo, of but course. it had it had a whatever character. Why don't you tell me about this? You should. I I I'm faulting he, you for not informing me about this. Well, he has the pit on the cover. Like, pit is on the cover. But it's not a pit comic. It's not a pit comic. Yeah. What's the point? Why doesn't he just bring out a Pit comic? I heard he was going to re, redo, re-release re Pit or yeah. whatever, re- relaunch it. Well, I, I don't tend to like fall into that category where of controversy. Like, if I want to read something, I'm going to read it. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, I I don't agree with what they did or or him promoting Comicsgate, but I'm I, I'm a fan of his art, so I'm gonna experience it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I'm, I mean, shit, I just... I'm reading Barry Blair for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I I, I kind of like uh, feel I'm more of a historian where I want to experience as much as I can in my lifestyle. So I can't find the Dale Keown one. What's it called? Or I guess I could just do a search for Dale Keown. I heard about it though. I, I heard about the six-hour video and him passing out. Yeah, I, heard, I have heard. Yeah, that. I think it's making the rounds. Well, because some people said they were worried, like they thought he was, he died. He died on the podcast, the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, it looks like this isn't supportable anymore. Oh yeah, Dale Keown has a variant cover. Did he, did he actually do the comic or just the cover? Oh, it looks like just the he cover. He did the, just the cover. Yeah. But if he if he does relaunch the pit, I'll support it. Yeah, I will. I will too. I actually got a one of the books I got at the uh, from this dealer was the other thing he had in addition to the these old books. Like I don't know whose whoever's collection this was. There was a bunch of mini comics or like ash cans. Mini comics and ash cans. So I did get a pit ash can and a max ash can. Wow. Just because I can't not get those. Yeah. I don't think they're worth anything, but. No, the, those came in like the Heroes magazines and the, yeah, the Wizards. Wizards. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm going on a vacation, but when I came come back, I'm going to be buying a lot more Barry Blair, because I I, I I've ransacked everything that I've I've uh, read. I read all everything I had. I have, I have a lot of Barry Blair. I but I have a lot of incomplete runs of stuff. I'm really curious to see the Barry Blair Dale Keown issues. Yeah. Yeah, because that's gotta yeah, he did be a lot of Keon that's gotta be like uh, early so. Keon stuff. Like that's gotta yeah. be like raw compared yeah, to when he's refined. Style was a little different back then. 
Yeah. Get less refined. He did a lot of stuff for Aerosol back then. Man, this this convention, it, oh god, why can't I be at these conventions with you with this crap? Like I just want to read this stuff. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, it's rare for me to find a box that has that this much good stuff in it. Yeah. And this much stuff that I've never heard of before. Well, the, I mean, just. Just in the two books that we talked about, which you didn't even know had value, those those paid for your the two boxes. Yeah. If you chose to sell them, I, was, I wouldn't I sell them, sell. but I if you chose to, you could probably make your money back just on two books. So that's like the dream come true: is you buy a bunch of back issues and then two of them pay for the whole stack. Great. Yeah, that was that was that was good. Well, do you want to go through previews now? Yeah, I'm mean, let me go grab a cheer Wait, wine. What it, what it, what do you what it was Barb's telling me something. What do I need anything from Target? Cheer wine. I'm gonna go to cheer wine while you talk to your wife. All right. back i'm back Whew, i had a sheer wine catastrophe near catastrophe you, did you break a bottle <laughs> i dropped my bottle but i managed to like uh cushion its landing enough yeah that it didn't break but it like popped the cap off a little bit ah she spilled a little bit so i spilled a little bit of sheer wine on the ground and <clears throat> to wipe it up before it got sticky I'm looking at it. I don't see any damage to the bottle. Ah. Whew. That was close. All those underground comics got you worked up. Barry Blair was Canadian, too. Yeah, a lot of the... I think Aerosol was a Canadian publisher. That was an interesting publisher as Malibu had so many things like published from them. <clears throat> like Adventure Comics and Eternity and Aerosol and like so much. Yeah. Yeah, I was big into the, the Aerosol stuff. I always picked that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Complete runs of a bunch of it. But Warlock 5 was always my favorite. They actually, they did publish a, uh, a follow-up to Warlock 5 in the last yeah, couple of years. Colin Bunn did one. Yeah, written by Colin Bunn. That's also available. It is, and if anyone, if anyone uh, happens to own it, you should flip to the back pages and you might see a a comic starring a handsome devil that you know from podcasting are you in it 
<laughs> I might be in it, yes. Oh, because you kickstarted it? Yeah, that was it was I think it was uh Black Friday on the Kickstarter they had like a special deal where some of their tiers were half off and one of them was you can be in the comic and you get the original art for the pages that you're in. <clears throat> wow. Did so you I get it already? Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Oh. So yes, well, I am officially. Well, just because it, just because it was a couple of years ago doesn't mean you got your Kickstarter yet. <laughs> that is an excellent point. <laughs> that is an excellent point. And this one, it was actually delayed because <laughs> it was kind of I don't know. There, there was some kind of screw up with this one because. Like, I don't know, there's like a miscommunication where they weren't going to put the... Because, like, I think there was, like, five people who got, like, these two-page two, two stories written about them in the book. And you had to... Set, and at first, they, like, weren't... It was weird, because the, the, the Kickstarter had been over for a while, and they'd never, like, emailed me about, like, wanting my photo or anything for the comic... So I think I emailed them and asked them about it. And, and and I think even they posted, like, I can't remember if they responded or if they had posted on the site that they're probably going to put those stories in the next volume, like volume two. Yeah. But maybe some people complained because it's like, well, that's, we wanted to be in this one or whatever. Mm. So we had to send in our pictures and then somehow they got it done in time, so... Yep, I'm officially part of the Warlock 5 uh, universe now as a character. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing my, clo my clothes from work because I happened to take a picture of myself when I got home from work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I appear in Warlock 5. Well, what, are you, what is your work clothes? Just like dockers and a shirt? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, Dockers in a collared shirt, yeah. It's not like you were at McDonald's or Arby's sure. and you had your polyester. <laughs> that, would be, that would be funny. Not my security guard uniform. Let's see, I was talking to Ed Moore Jr. Uh, I don't know how I was talking to him. He was on Twitter. And he sent me the link for that Warlock 5 where I could get it. I think they're doing a new volume. Is there a new Kickstarter? Or they're going to do a new Kickstarter? I haven't seen it if there are. But, that, but they're a publisher that also does the Kickstarter first and then previews second. I haven't seen them in previews, have you? The War Oh yeah. yeah, the Warlock 5. It's not in the latest one, is it? No. I should have no, ordered it. No, it. it has been in there, though. I'm so stupid. I didn't realize how good it was until I sampled it. I probably I mean? mentioned it if we had done, if we did a previews episode that month, but maybe we didn't. That might have been before we were doing previews. Mm. And you know, if if not if I don't mention it in a previews episode, I never tell you about it. 
Because I'm a dick. Yeah. I didn't know you did Kickstarters as much as you say you are doing. I did them more back when they were more reasonably priced. I don't see them in this. I, I think it was fairly recent. Really? The Outlander thing? Yeah. I don't think so. You might have mentioned it, and I just said, no, I don't, that's all I need is another $50 book or whatever. And just didn't get it. So do you have all your catalogs? I, you're all digital, man. I don't know. I do. I have the sh shitty old digital copies. I hate. I hate well, you could get stuff. the physical, man. It's not costing you anything. At least for the DC and the Marvel one are free, right? I know, but then I get my comics later. It's a struggle. It's a balancing act. Do I want my comics earlier? What you well, get? See, it sucks because if I get my comics later, then I have hardly any time to go through previews before I gotta get my order in. Yeah. But I guess I, could, yeah. I guess I could look at the previews digitally. But I've done that before, where I looked at di previews digitally first, and then looked at the print copy. But I'm less interested in the print copy at that point because I've already gone through it. So yeah, <laughs> I don't keep them. Oh, nice! Aaron Myers just had Devilina number one on his site. Devilina. <laughs> You're not supposed to be it. comic shopping. Devilina, come on. Let's see if I have any Devilina. I don't think I do. Devil. Devilina from Atlas. I do not have that. I don't have a lot of Atlas. Did you notice there's like three soldier stories books and previews this month? Uh, probably not. I haven't placed my order yet. Do you want to start with the DC and Marvel like usual, or do you want to jump into previews? No, we can do the... The DC one, the big, the big uh, offering this month is the Mark Silvestri... Batman and Joker Deadly Duo. Yeah, I'm going to get that, baby. Let me pull up my list. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this one. Me too. I don't Seven... think we've seen a lot of DC Sylvester stuff since House of Mystery. I mean, there, there was that stuff that I got from Ghost, House of Mystery, and House of Secrets that he did, but he was mostly Marvel. Yeah, so I can't I'm think of anything. Really excited you, you would for know this. better than I. Yeah. Looks awesome. Yeah, it does. I think his art's looking better now than it did back in the day. Personally. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. You can get issues one and two this month. They have the Batman Spawn Classic Collection, which collects the Spawn issues. 
both of them. I'm going to get that just because it has both both issues in one collection. Was it have Batman and Spawn? Oh, and Spawn yeah. Batman. Spawn Batman. I already have those. I mean, it's a nice hardcover. There's a Batman One Bad Day. Every issue has another One Bad Day. I think for the entire year. This is Mr. Freeze. By Jerry Dugan and Matteo Scalera. Should be a good one. The New Golden Age by Jeff Johns. One shot. Now I gotta make sure I have this Batman spawn. I gotta make sure I have both of them. I'm pretty sure you do. Why wouldn't you get both? I see. I'm just noticing the artwork here, inked by Klaus Jansen, my man. Looks fantastic. Harley, you're barking, and now you're doing the squeeze toy. Our listeners do not appreciate this. She really wants. For you Patreons, we're gonna have a a Harley uh, edited version that you don't have to listen to all the yelling and chirping. You would never guess she's 90 years old. It's like a little puppy today. I have Batman Spawn. Do I have Spawn Batman? Where would I have listed that? Your, Spawn. your credentials are gone down the toilet if you don't. <laughs> I don't. I hate it when they do that because I get confused and think I already have it. Like doing something X versus Y and then Y versus X. Well, one of them had Todd McFarlane doing it. The other one didn't. Yeah, it's I got pretty... the McFarlane one. That was the Spawn Batman. Oh, maybe I don't have that one. How do I not have that? I must have that. The Doug Munch, Chuck Dixon, Alan Grant, Claus Jansen one is the uh, DC version. <sighs> I don't have it listed, but I find that hard to believe. This one has both. Yeah. Hardcover. And the price on it is 20 bucks. And if you get a discount, it's going to be almost 10. So I think it's highly worth it. I know this cover of Spawn Batman. Oh, it's it's expensive. I'm sure I have this. I think I just didn't enter it correctly in my database because I figured I you already don't had have it. a database. You have a spreadsheet. <laughs> it's a lo-fi lo database. Lo-fi. <laughs> so oh, Jeff Johns is bringing Looks back expensive. the JSA and we got him in the J- Justice Society of America and the new Golden Age. The one shot has Steve Leiber, Jerry Ordway, and Diego Olergui. I don't know how to say that, but that's going to be some great Jerry Ordway art. 
I'm not sure if I'm going to get this. I'm worried that it's too DC history related and I want to understand what's going on. Yeah, I can't help you there. I don't know. Stargirl by Jeff Johns and Todd Nock. That's going to be awesome. That's his first uh, comic work. A Blue Beetle Graduation Day by Dross Trujillo and Adrian Gutierrez. That is a six-issue series. Looking forward to that. always like to read Blue Beetle. That's the Jaime Blue Beetle. Yeah. Wildcats are back. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That's Matthew Rosenberg and Steven Segovia. And this one I'm probably going to get two covers because I want that art germ zealot. Very bad. That's a cool looking cover. And then we got Waller versus Wildstorm. That's going to be awesome. That's a four-issue prestige format. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. Spencer Ackerman and even Narcisse. Art by Eric Battle. Haven't heard his name in a while. Are you going to get Wildcats or no? Don't know yet. Depends on my how much stuff I'm getting otherwise. And a Wildstorm 30th anniversary special. Definitely getting that. I didn't even, wow, there's I, a lot of I good think I missed stuff. this one. How did I miss this one? Where's my list? I did miss this one. What it's is this? 30th shot. anniversary. One shot. Prestige format. Dennis Day, blah, 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 blah. I think some is new and some is old. In honor, 100-page giant pays homage to the past, looks forward to the future. Part of it will be reprinting stories from Wildstorm, Celebration of 25's hardcover, which I didn't get, plus new stories. So it's reprinting stories from something I didn't get in the first place. Mm-hmm. What is that? Wildstorm and Celebration of 25 Years. Was that... That was a hardcover that came out about, I don't know, five years ago? Five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do the math on that one. So was that like a, a, like a book book, or was it like just like a anthology type thing? It was, a, it was thing? a collection of Wildstorm comics in a hardcover. Okay. Why didn't I get that? I don't know. Sounds good. What was I doing five years ago? Well, you were on this podcast. I know that. (laughs) We have Superman Kal-El return special. He's returning from War World. So we'll see how that turns out. This one has is written by Mark Wade, Cena Grace, Alex Seguria, Marv Wolfman. Art by Max Rayner, D- D- Dean Haspel, J- Jack Herbert, and Riley Brown. 
and we got a John Stewart, the Emerald Knight. This is so good. Like, uh, this is gonna be good. I'm looking forward to this a lot. This is which one? The John Stewart, the Emerald Knight. This is a one shot. Oh yeah, the. Uh, I think priest. this is the. I think this is the winner of the. That contest they do every year, the final six sixty four or whatever. Oh, that voting thing. Yeah. It's only a one shot, but it seems to be concluding right off of the last Green Lantern series, which is so good. I forgot about that uh the contest they had where you had to vote. Mm-hmm. Never saw who won. It was this thing. Green Lantern won. I'm surprised. What's this called? It's not on my list. It must I was be. just what was I watching? Son-in-law. So I was watching Son-in-law, and then the one guy that the kid that's in the farm, he was in the Sandlot, the redhead kid. He had a poster in the back of a bunch of DC. He had like a Crisis poster. He had a Lobo poster, and he had a Green Lantern mosaic poster. I was like, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. What was that in? Son-in-law. Oh, son-in-law. It was the kid from Sandlot that was one of the farmer kids. Got a bunch of uh, Dark Crisis number ones. I don't. Yeah, I don't have this on my list. Why don't they say this is like the winner of the voting or whatever? Wouldn't you use that as a selling point? I don't know. We have a Nubia in Justice League special number one for Wonder Woman fans. And she's also getting her facsimile edition first uh, appearance on Wonder Woman 204. Man, Wildstorm is really kicking ass this... uh, Issue because you got DC's Grifter got run over by a reindeer. One shot. The 30th anniversary of Superman number 75. Detective Comics 38, the first appearance of Robin, the facsimile edition. The Brave and the Bold 28, first appearance of the Justice League facsimile edition. And then you got collected editions. I would recommend Rorschach and Strange Adventures for sure. I haven't read Killing Time yet. The way Rorschach reads, if you've read Watchmen, you'll be able to follow it. If you've never experienced Adam Strange, you still should read Strange Adventures. You'll still get it. I think that's all the new stuff. There 
wasn't a lot of older collected editions this month. Just a lot of new stuff. Yeah. And I think the Strange Adventures in Rorschach were solicited as hardcovers. Hardcovers, yeah, the they past, were, because I have there. them. I double-dipped. Yeah. Now they're doing the trades. I don't think I got the hardcovers. We could jump to Marvel. Let's see if there's any other DCs I have on my list that... I can't believe you didn't do the Wildcats, man. I thought you liked the Wildcats. I was never a huge Wildcats fan. Like out of the image books. Uh, I don't know why. I think, did it not come out? <laughs> was that? No, it came out. It was Jim Lee's company, so it was... Probably the most reliable next to uh, Todd's Spawn, yeah. and Eric. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never was that big into it. Yeah, you're too busy with the hashers and burnouts. You I didn't have time for that shit. Like wildcats. It's like I got the first four issues. And drinking. I got the first four issues and then fell off. That was it. I was out. I don't remember why. But you didn't read, like, the Warren Ellis Wildcats? That was so good. Nope. It's a goddamn shame. It is. I definitely should own that. Maybe I own that in trade. When did he do it? Uh, I think it was called Wild Storm. Wild Storm. That's is that that's different than Wildcats. No, but it was Wildcats. Well it had everybody in it. Uh that was not it. That was a four issue. Let's see. The Wild Storm. That was Warren Ellis and John Davis Hunt. That was awesome. The Wild Storm. Mm-hmm. W. Warren Ellis. That was really good. Oh yeah, I got that trade. I got the trade of that. We just haven't read it. No, it's in a box. It's in box number six. Look at you. Look at catalogs. <laughs> I know exactly where it is. Damn. Well, look up your peep show. To what box is it in? So you can send me your letters page. Those I those I don't. This is trades. I don't comics. It's in one. I think it's in one of these boxes. Ugh. Probably they're alphabetical. Well, the Marvel we have a. I think it, you wouldn't want this one shot unless you're reading Avengers by Jason Aaron. But there's an Avengers Assemble Alpha that ties into that book. You might want to get it. Let me look at my Marvels. 
I'm not getting it. There's a crossover called Dark Web that's going on in Amazing Spider-Man and Venom and all that good stuff. Are you? This is an interesting one. Are you going to get Gold Goblin because of its Christopher Cantwell? <laughs> I am. Christopher <laughs> Cantwell. Fantastic Four number one. But I have Ryan to decide North. if I want to get the first appearance of Gold Goblin. Where's his first appearance? I can't remember. I think it was in Spider-Man. I thought you got amazing. Are you? Did you jump off of JR? JR is amazing. I I just got number one. Oh man, what kind of JR JR fan are you? I don't know what you are. <laughs> yeah, I I probably should have just been getting that in singles. It was terrible. Fantastic Four by Ryan North and Ivan. Calero. I don't know. Colo. Amazing Spider-Man 14 has a brand new villain that you won't believe. I guess I don't know who that is. Maybe it's him. But you won't believe it. I thought I saw somewhere mention of... There's a new Deadpool series by Alyssa Wong and Martin Coclio. I'm going to be getting that. I used to not like Deadpool. Uh, I used to s stay away from him, but over the last, I don't know, five years, I've become a fan. Which one are you talking about? Oh, Deadpool, De Deadpool. number one. Yeah, I got to decide. I think I'm, I might get that. And you could get a Rob Liefeld cover. Yeah, that's the cover I would get. I might get it just to see... What Alyssa Wong does with Deadpool. Yeah. There's a facsimile edition. I thought they already had a facsimile edition of this. They did. This is a new printing. Where does it say new printing, though? Uh, I well. guess it doesn't. Then why am I saying this? I think it was solicited before. I'm I'm excited for Tiger Division because I was a big fan of the Asian heroes. That... Yeah, I gotta decide on that one. I think I'll probably get it number one because so I have liked what I have read of. I was I was like pleasantly surprised with the two that they came out with. Uh, Sword, what was it? Swordmaster and Luna, and there was a couple of them I really enjoyed. Now this one's going to be interesting. Are you going to get Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise? Are you a Trad Moore fan? I am not a Trad Moore completist. Either am I. I'm not a fan. So I'm I don't not, know if I'm going to get it or not. I'm not not a fan. It could either be good or it could suck. I mean... I'm guessing he's going for kind of a trippy version of Doctor Strange, which is not out of character for Doctor Strange. So I'm gonna get I'll get it to check it out. But it may be the case where Like I I'm not really a big fan of the cover. 
like the back cover more than the front cover. I just don't like his art style. Like, uh, I find yeah, his I, art more fair. obfuscated with his colors. Like, yeah, he has a weird, like, liquidy kind of style. Yeah. Everything is wavy and. And it's more like psychedelic colors all the time. Made of liquid, yeah. Demon Wars Peach Momoko has another one shot. There's a Planet Hulk World Breaker by Greg Pak and Manuel Garcia. Damn, good that. There you go. We've got a Chris Claremont book bringing back the yeah. 2000s with uh, Chris Claremont and Salvador La Roca, Extreme X Men. Grumpy Old Man is back. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Let let the man work. Give him some work, even if it's a mini series. Extreme Team is back. Murder World Avengers by Jim Zub and Ray Fox. One shot. Yeah, am I getting this? Question mark. Oh, there's the first. Okay, never mind. Uh. I'm not a huge Zim Vo Jim Zo Zim Jub. <laughs> Zub Jim. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Zub Jim fan, but I am a big Ray Fox fan. And I'm the opposite. I'm more of a Jim Zub fan and not a Ray Fox fan. Oh, interesting. So. It's the battle of the Zubs versus the Fox. I don't know if I'm going to get this one. Um. That's, that one's a maybe for me. But I am going to get Sabretooth and the Exiles. I was not going to get that one. That am I one not getting it? It's a five-issue series. There's a Secret Evasion series to probably there tie is. in with the Secret Evasion. Uh, I guess it's a TV show that's coming out. I saw the preview for it. Oh, is that what, I was wondering why <coughs> Secret Invasion was back. Yeah. Ryan North, for you Ryan North fans. Here we go. Amazing Spider-Man 13. The birth of the Gold Goblin. There you go. And it's J.R.J.R. It is J.R.J.R. So I'm thinking I might have to get that. Because it leads into... Gold Goblin, number one. Yep. I'm getting most of the Spider-Man stuff. I'm not getting uh, the Double Trouble. I don't usually get those. They're a little goofy for me. But I am getting Spider-Man The Lost Hunt by Demetrius and Edir Macias. Yeah, they do a uh, homage to... Craven the Hunter. Yeah, whatever that was, whatever that series was called. They have a interior splash page, which is the cover of the 
one where Spider-Man's coming out of the gr grave. What was that called? It's a po like one of the most popular Spider-Man stories ever. <laughs> Craven's last hunt. It's Craven the last hunt, right? Yeah, Craven's yeah. last hunt. Yeah, that was that was big when it was coming now, out. Now this man. one's called Spider-Man the Last Hunt. So That was hot as shit when it was coming out. You're freaking out. A couple of one shots, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Thanos Death Notes. Uh, you're getting death notes. Um, probably just because I like. It's got Cantwell, J. J. Michael Straczynski, Kyle Starks. There you go. And I'm not too familiar with Torin Grobeck, although I did read something of his recently. Yeah, he did some Thor stuff. I don't remember if I liked his writing or not, but I mean. I have to get it because I can't weld JMS and Kyle Starks. So. What makes you like Cantwell so much? His TV show. <laughs> what was it? Uh, halt and Catch Fire. Oh. Ooh, we got a Mark Russell sighting with Blade Vampire Nation. Marco Suyan. Oh, that's going to be a good one. I didn't know Mark Russell was doing this. I was going to get it anyway because it was Blade, but... Which one? Oh, the Blade, yeah. Now I'm really getting it. And that's a one-shot, right? Yeah. Mark know, Russell's my out. Mark Russell's Russell my favorite writer in current comics. Yeah, he's good. Another one-shot. Captain America, Winter Soldier. Uh, this one's by the the team that's writing Captain America. So I think it's going to be highly tied into that series. Yeah. Seems like it. Another Christopher Cantwell tie-in in Iron Man 25. Yeah, I, mean, I get Iron Man because of Cantwell. This is an oversized special. I thought he was leaving. Is this his last issue? That's entirely possible. It'd be, it seems like it would be a good point to start a new arc bunch of x-men stuff x-men legends number four do you see who's writing that uh anacente anacente doing a long shot i knew it be i knew though because she's been writing it and it's just been delayed so they're like resoliciting all of them now yeah I did want to point out to you uh, a book that you might have missed. Ooh. Let me see if I can find it. Wolverine 27, because it's got Juan Jose Rip doing Oh, interiors. I did miss it. I hope it's good Juan Jose Rip and not l lazy Juan Jose Rip. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Doesn't seem he. Do, it doesn't seem like he does the uber detail style that he used to do back in the he's, Avatar days. He's doing it for bad idea for sure. Yeah, he, I mean, he still does it. 
But it seems sparser. Like back in the day, like the Avatar pages, they were insane. Like the whole page was like, yeah, so many lines and such detail in everything. Like every piece of the background <laughs> was highly detailed. Mm-hmm. But I could see at some point you just can't keep that up. So is he on it for a while or what? Yeah, so I think he's doing this Savage Wolverine arc. At least an arc. Okay. He didn't do 26, though, did he? No. Oh, this must be the start of... There's a Black Panther Unconquered by Brian Edward Hill. Yeah, it's a one-shot, right? Yeah. They got a lot of freaking one-shots. Yeah, it seems like they're either a one-shot or five issues. And you, you know, that seems to be a a new trend. Pattern. Let's see. Any new number ones? Ooh, the cross-gen tails. I'm going to be getting that, even though it's reprint. On page 73. What is it? The cross-gen tails. Are you getting that, or are you staying away because it's a reprint? Oh, is that the one where they're reprinting like four number yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not going to get it. What's the point? I think I already have all those issues. What's the point? Uh, I'm a cross-gen completist. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. I don't have their forge or their trades that came out. I do want to get them, though. Got a bunch of Star Wars number ones. Yoda's going to have an ongoing. Yeah, I'll get the Yoda number one for sure. That one is by Cav... Kevin Scott with art by Nico Leone. And then there's a Star Wars Hidden Empire coming out of the Crimson thing. And that's Charles Soule and Stephen Cummings. And then you got Star Wars Revelations by Mark Guggenham and Salvador La Roca, Paco Medina. I'll get Yoda and Revelations. I'm not sure about the other one. And there's a Star Wars High Republic, The Blade, by Charles Soule and Marco Castiglioco. They're they're going too many Star Wars books, but I'm getting them all, so I wish they would cut back just a little bit. It is a lot. Yeah, they're a little little over. Uh... I really want to get this Planet of the Apes omnibus but it is only 224 pages and a hundred bucks so it's really an odd one which one the planet of the apes omnibus okay The What If Omnibus, this one's interesting because you got the Liefeld stuff in here and you got the um, Valentino stuff in here. 
it's the second volume and also the Adam Warlock omnibus that's a cool one I if I if I was getting the omnibuses those would I'd get all three but I'm not I'm just gonna stick with my epic collections yeah yeah, My mom well, asked me what I want for Christmas. She said, you want something for Christmas? I may put one of those on my Christmas list, even though it'd be like a... What would those come out in May? <laughs> I don't know, like next year. It might be <laughs> one of those things she pays for, and I don't see for yeah, a while. Yeah. Let's see, on sale. This one's on sale March, yeah, April. Yeah, this previews has been is gonna be uh, th this was a really bad previews because they have so many good stuff. It's a weird time for them to have so much good stuff this late into the year. Usually they start trimming. Well, is this instead is of, this for December? This is for November. That's for November. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I know December is usually pretty big because. That's when they figure people are going to get Christmas. That's when there's a lot of trades coming out. Yeah, but not a lot of comics. Yeah. So we go to the main book, starting with Image. Image has a bunch of stuff. We have a new I Hate Fairyland for Scotty Young fans. Yeah, I don't get those. I'm going to scroll to where the meat is. 600 pages. What are you Sheesh. talking about? Previews. Oh. Remember for a while it was down, it was like down to like 300 something pages. During the COVID. Two Graves by Genevieve Valentine. I've known her name from stuff. Well, she did Catwoman, but she's also done a lot of other stuff prior to Catwoman. I'm not familiar with it here. I see, yeah, I've seen the name before. I don't and they got Ming her. Doyle, which I've heard of, yep. and Amy Wu, Annie Wu. Yep. And this is Fantasy Horror. Yeah, it should be good. I am it says on board. For fans of Coffin Bound, The Kitchen, and the me that you love in the dark. They give you some preview pages, like three pages. Yep. And they got gospel number one. That's good. Uh, yeah, gospel. This is listed under action, adventure, fantasy, and historical fiction. It was inspired by the work of Hayao Miyazaki and set in the chaos of King Henry the... Whatever. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah, reign. Thrilling adventure story that questions the truth between the stories we tell. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. <laughs> Got married to the widow next door. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, 
What were they called? Herman's Hermits. I didn't know they had a song. About Henry yeah, Lee. they're a little. They're like a fifties band. Herman's yeah, I remember Hermits. they had. I can't remember what their hit song is, but they had. They had a couple of hits. Huh? Has he never heard of no, he's heard of Herman's Hermits. Bill's pretty literate in music, even if he doesn't like good music. <laughs> I love good music. I love good music. Hell to pay, Charles. I've been buying these. Uh, five. They have these like five album <laughs> collections now that they're bringing out, of, like old bands. Yeah. Where you get like you can get like the five CDs of like their first albums. Uh huh. And it's like in a little box, and then there's like the individual sleeves for each album. Yeah. And the, the sleeves are made to look like the album covers. Uh huh. On the front has the front of the album, and the back has the back of the album. Where do you I've, buy I've got, these things from? It's Amazon. What? What? Who have you bought? I've got in. Let's see. The Monkees. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Dio. What was the other one? Dio. Ronnie James Dio. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah, that's another a good, good one. one. Uh, bread. Uh, I know of bread, but I only know their big hits. Yeah, and uh, America. I know America, but only America their big actually hits. has two two sets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've gotten any more. I thought well, I. Well, you more, really but... went oldies. I yeah, didn't know most, you ever I mean, had an appreciation it's... for oldies. Yeah, most of this stuff is older Except for stuff, Dio. So. Dio's not an oldie, but some of those other ones are oldies. Dio's fairly old. Well, I guess in relatively <laughs> terms. But, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not the uh, 70s, 60s. Yeah. Like some of them. Hell to Pay is described as Hellboy meets Indiana Jones in a supernatural adventure. Perfect for fans of the musicians, magicians, and the devil's advocate. Yeah, I mean that's Charles Soule, so that's a no-brainer. I mean, I would get that even if I didn't care and I just wanted it for an investment. Well, this one, how are you gonna get Chroma by Lorenzo de Felci? Not sure. I I like the cover. This one's a eight dollar one. Fifty six pages. pages. I think if they get some preview pages, I should read them. Looks cool. I think I will get it. Plush yeah, looks interesting. The guy who did plastic and vinyl. Yeah, he's he's doing a furry convention. <laughs> yeah. Murders at a furry convention. But furries eating people. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that, especially given the writer's history. Yeah. He's really good. Voyages. Voyages. Interesting. By Samai Keskin. You getting that one? 
Uh, yeah. Are you getting the knight and the lady of play? Jonathan Luna? You, you don't even shot. need to, you don't even need to ask. So the answer is yes. I get all I get all Luna's. Well, I bet you won't be getting Skull Kickers Super Special. I will be getting it. Cause I it's won't. Jim I do Zub. not. I do not read Skull Kickers. Yeah. I don't dislike Jim Zub for the record. Soldier Stories. There you go. There you go. There's number one of the Soldier books. And you could get a cover B, a Mark Silvestri cover. I am, because I'm not too crazy about the Billy Tucci cover. Like it's cool, it. but it's I'd rather I'm, I'm more soldiers. of I'm I'm more a fan of uh, Silvestri, so yeah, I will I'm take my that. chance, even though he can't see it. Me too. The rest of them are. Just ongoings. Ongoings. You have a lot of tough decisions to make, though, on these trades. Yeah, I got to decide on. I hate this place. I haven't read number one yet. Do you want to cue that one up? Yeah, let's cue it. It might be too late, but you could read it early. Yeah, I'll... I hate this place. Number one. Metal Society, I did read number one, and I liked it. Oh, it's Zach Kaplan. Yeah, so I'll, I'll get that trade. Well, I know for a fact that I'm getting Savage Dragon, the Ultimate Collection, <sighs> Volume 1, hardcover. <sighs> Me too. That's a must-buy. That's one of the biggest things. Can't though. wait. I'm going to rip that open when it gets here, and I'm just going to... Stare at the giant pages and fall in love all over again. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question on this other thing because I I have to get this for the creative team, but has it been published before? Too Dead to Die? I don't know. I was going to ask you if it was a digital or something first or what. Yeah, I don't but know. Mark Guggenheim or Chaken, or if yeah. it was published by like another publisher or something. There's no Simon Cross in my database. Too dead. Yeah, I think I did a search and couldn't find anything. Yeah, I can't find anything, so this might be a direct to uh, direct trade. To trade. <sighs> That's going to be good. I, I got to get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll... It's hard shaking art, so at worst you're getting 175 pages of hard shaking art. Yep. Which, come on. And it's a 1980s super spy story, so. Mm-hmm. And Mark Guggenheim is certainly no slouch. So, yeah, I'm probably going to get that as well. I don't know if I could resist it. I guess I should just be happy that it's not like a $30 hardcover that I have to get. Yeah. Oh, it does say reunite for an all new original. So there you go. That brings classic spy world spy novels to the modern world. I wish Chaken did the cover though. Not that I don't like Dave Johnson, but 
I really wish it was a shaken cover. <laughs> <laughs> the rest are just series that I'm already getting or not getting. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything. It's an ant. I'll take us to boom. Let me see if there's any other image. Nah, just the usual. Oh, I got to decide if I want to give get love thick in trade or in singles. I haven't decided yet. The Tom King one. No. The, oh, that's the the, the digital one. one. Yeah, that's the. That's the. It's similar to. Um, if I had to describe it, I'd say it's similar to Red Room, but way more focused. What do you mean focused? Doesn't have all these different people. Oh, so it's just one one storyline. Yeah, line, it's like one, one storyline. Yeah. That you're following. Mm-hmm. Came out before Red Room though. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was a digital book I read a long time ago. Uh. Boom has Behold the Behemoth. So weird. The new order of previews. Well, Boom was always in there. Do you see that there's a, a, a Stanford green cover for Spawn? Nope, because I usually buy them all, so I don't ever look. Yeah. I do, because I always want to get... I'm still getting the, <laughs> the Eric Larson ones, which he doesn't do anything different but put a Marvel banner in front. Oh, for the... <laughs> <laughs> for Savage Dragon, yeah. Behold Behemoth, number one. This is by Tate Bromble and Nick Robles. It says, for fans of House of Slaughter and Gideon Falls. Yeah, the art looks cool. Grayson's world is crumbling following his brother's sudden and mysterious death. His sleepless nights are haunted by vivid nightmares of a terrifying monster, pushing him to the brink of losing both his sanity and his job as a social worker. Sounds pretty interesting. I'll be trying it. Uh, I'm bummed out. It's a 4.99 book, but. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the trend. It's 32 pages though. Well, the next one is "Once Upon a Time at the End of the World." They've been doing these long-ass titles, that's for sure. Yeah, they do like the long titles. By Jason Aaron and Alexandri Tefenki G. This one is $4.99 as well. But it has it a is. $6.99 glow foil cover. There you go. Uh, could be interesting. They have a picture of it. The I glow foil. I think I'm going to get the main cover with the fish. Two people kissing in a boat 
and they're wearing gas masks. There's a bunch of sewage in the water and two fish are spitting on them. They have a broken umbrella. I'd be interested to see what a glow-in-the-dark foil looks like, but uh, I think I'm just going to get the standard one. It's already expensive. Yeah. All right, we get to a 399. Hey. Specs number one by yeah, David M. Boer and Chris she- Sheehan. This one says, perfect for fans of Stranger Things and Stephen King. I'll get this just to see what Boer does with a more adult story. And we just get a bunch of existing titles. Uh, they have a Grim number one soft cover. Are you getting that? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember what I, I don't remember what I said about that. Mm, I guess not. I know I, I liked like it. it. Yeah, I liked it too. And you read number two, right? Yes. That is about uh, the Grim Reaper kind of things. They have like jobs to take them to the next stage of death, and she's she is assigned to take this one guy who's a drunk guy who junk drives and I guess kills himself and he ends up taking her scythe. Yeah, she got hoodwinked. And then she could and then she could uh be seen by regular people. I think that's it for boom. They have a firefly keep flying. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm tempted by that. Expensive. Pages. Is this the original crew, though, or that new crew? I think it's the new crew. It's 40 pages. What well, has River? Oh, yeah, maybe it is the... Looks like a River story. <laughs> about river taking over serenity boom has a lot of stuff man we get to dark horse a new michael brian michael bendis jacob edgar the ones yeah i'll I'll get that just because it's a bendis Every single person in every mythology that was told they were the one are brought together for the first time to defeat the one, the actual one. Think good omens meets Ghostbusters meets the Atom Project. Meets the Goonies meets the every everything everywhere all at once. That's that's a lot of meets yeah, the meets a lot the of directions. So it's a supernatural comedy i don't know they got me more confused now by putting so much stuff (laughs) oh i'm getting quick stops for sure that's a kevin smith yeah clerks jeremy simser clerk stories black and white comics like the clerks films the more misadventures of jay and silent bob 
There's a new Resident Alien. I've never read a Resident Alien, nor seen a TV show. I know my parents like it. TV show's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm actually tempted to get the Resident Alien omnibus or whatever that they have out. Because I like the show so much. There's a new Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Oh yeah, that's something else we're watching. We're watching the new season of Resident Alien. Ah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get this High Republic. Do you watch that with family or without? By yourself? I watch it with Melanie. Ah. Children never watch shows with us. They don't watch TV. They watch YouTubes. They watch YouTubes. They're the next generation. I don't know what's going to happen to entertainment when you their should generation puni- you gets should, older. You should punish them. Punish them for not sit- watching enough TV. No, you, you should say, you're going to sit here and watch Three's a Crowd with me, and <laughs> and then you can go do what you can watch your YouTubes. But you're going right. to sit here and enjoy Jack Tripper and Three's a Crowd and pretend you like it. <laughs> Raise and your kids right. Put, Come your, on. put your phones away. Yeah, put your phones away. You can do 20 Ooh, minutes of a show, and you can see commercials, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's right. No, There's no ad blockers on the TV. <laughs> there's a Skull and Bones Savage Storm. I guess that's tied to a video game. I don't know what it is. Sounds pretty that's interesting, a, though. That's a, I think I'm going to get it, just because the concept sounds cool. Yeah, a merchant vessel on the high seas is besieged yeah, they... by a vicious crew of pirates. But the fighting is interrupted when a devastating typhoon, a storm crashes in, and leaves a predator and prey stranded on an island somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Yeah, so it's a ship. A merchant vessel. Merchant, the crew of a merchant vessel... And a crew of a pirate ship who gets stranded on a desert island together. Yeah, it sounds cool. It does. It's, it's going to be, a, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a video game, but I don't know. It just sounds like a cool concept. Only three issues. I think I might have to get it. It's just too cool sounding to me. Yeah, I like pirates. Koshi in Hell. The Deathless in Hell. That's I don't a, know that on my list. Mike oh, Magnola. Hellboy universe thing. There's a lot of Hellboy stuff. Hellboy in Love. Yeah, Castle I got I get I get lost in the universe burns. understanding what I'm getting and what I'm not getting. So Frankenstein. I know I'm not British getting the Frankenstein, but I might be getting Castle of the Blackbirds. I don't know. <laughs> not sure about Hellboy in Love. I, I'm lost. So. <laughs> lost. The Night of the Ghoul. I am getting this, even though I've read it already digitally. Yeah, I'm getting that too. I wish I would have got Survival Street. That was a bad call on my part. I wish I was getting it in single issues. That was a bad call on my part. 
Black Ghost. A lot of these are comicsology. I got a hardcover, and I don't know remember getting it, but it was one of those Dark Horse original things. It looks fucking amazing. For um, which? It, it, I don't know. It just came in. I forgot what the title of it was, but oh, it's one of the original. Yeah, one yeah. of the. They're doing. It's not a comicsology, hey. but it was an original. Yeah. What was that? Are you okay? Are you talking to me or your wife? You. I was drinking some water. Oh, it sounded I'm like okay. you're gurgling or something. He's drowning. It's <laughs> gonna call nine one one and Dave, David. The storm Keown is to worse. Come, yeah, this rainstorm is worse. Dale Keown to come rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see this? Murders Inc. Volume One trade. It collects United States of Murder Inc. One through six. Why did they change the name of it? Isn't that weird? Yeah. They dropped the United States of. Now it's just called Murder Inc. Yeah, I don't know if it was conflict of interest or uh, some political thing they don't want to say. Yeah, the United States of Murder. They're like, maybe we should not have United States of Murder on the shelves. Yeah. Let's just call it Murder, Inc. They actually have a prose novel. Did you see that? Existentially Challenged is a... Yeah. They've printed other Yahtzee, Croshaw books. One of the yeah few pros that they publish. American Gods Volume One is that new collection? No, that's the. I know that it, singles have come out. I didn't know if this if they had collected it before. If this is I a think new they have collection, I thought so. Let's see. Dark Horse, do I have anything else? This is not Dark Horse. My spreadsheet is lying to me. Oh, maybe it is. What is this? Ooh, Dynamite. We got a new Tarzan series. That's going to be awesome. Lord of the Jungle. Yes, yes, and yes. And it's by Dan Jurgens. Yeah. Benito Gallego. Dude, what the hell is this? You have a Gary Frank cover. That's pretty awesome. Dan Panosian, Lee Weeks. Wow, they really got some powerful cover artists. I'm going to go with the Gary Frank cover A. Lee Weeks looks pretty good. Can't remember which one I chose, but I'm looking for another book. Cherish number one. This is Katana Collins and Gabriel Catalano. It's new from a USA USA Today best selling author. 
It's on the blood boardworm floor, literally. Character designs by Mark Silvestri. So you, cover A is a Mark Silvestri cover. That's probably the one I'll be getting. Even yeah, though I, I like the one. Brett Booth better. Let me look at the... Uh, I might be getting two covers because I'm a fan of Brett Booth, too. Me, too. I, yeah, like I really that. like the... I really like the Sylvester cover. I like the hips on the Brett Booth cover. Those are some big hips. She got a long torso. Yeah. I like that. Very 90s. I like the Sue Lee cover, except for that weird anime person at the bottom of the page. Yeah, it throws it off, doesn't it? I don't know what the point of that was. I think it, she's like a billboard or something? She's hanging on a overlook, and that's a billboard, yeah. If that wasn't there, that cover would be amazing. The interiors look really nice, too. I don't know if you poked at the interiors, but they look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm getting that. Yeah, I'm getting it. Vampirella versus Red Sonia by Dan Abnett. Yeah. And Alessandro Rinaldi. And of course we have a Perillo cover, so that's what I'll be getting. Yeah, it's a great Perillo cover. I like the Jay Lee one, too. So odd looking. Oh, she's like stabbing Vampirella through the leg. Yeah. And Dynamite has a lot of interviews with creators. Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt, Fred Van Lente, and Jonathan Lau. I know, Jonathan Lau. Oh, yeah, art. interiors oh. and cover. That should be a good one. Oh, I love his. Well, he just had the page they show, man. The fight scene looks amazing. He's one of those artists that deserves, like, Marvel or DC to make him hot, you know, because yeah. he's good. They just he needs that break. Yeah, his action panels are so dynamic. Yeah, he's really good. And they're so easy to follow, like. Sometimes in a fight scene, it's hard to tell like panel to panel what's going on, but his is just like, I don't know, it just flows so well. Got a Catman and Kitten from Jeff Parker. And I think Joseph I'm not Cooper. getting that. I will. This is definitely Golden Age type, right in my wheelhouse, public domain stuff. Sirens Gate. Still continuing. I'm excited for that. Check that out. Yeah, that looks... The interior art looks amazing. And the rest is returning stuff. I get almost the entire Dynamite catalog. I'm thinking about getting Sweetie Candy Vigilante in singles. singles. Just because it's, it's in my wheelhouse of... She's fighting the ice cream bunny and the candy wolf. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar is about to go down in the most frightful way. 
It's like horror comedy. I love it. Yeah. Gillian March Vampirella Year One cover D. That's that's pretty awesome. And a Perillo cover. Man, there's some really good damn covers, I tell you. Mm-hmm. There's a David Finch uh, Unbreakable Red Sonia cover. Black and white. I don't think I bought this Kickstarter Miss Fury Joy Division trade paperback, and I think I'm going to get this. This was a Kickstarter, and I held up on it, and now it's back. Billy Tucci. Yeah, I was wondering what this is because it's like limited. Yeah. Why is it limited? Probably because it's left over from the, from the Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yeah. They probably only have a couple in print. I'm surprised they just didn't reprint it. It's very interesting. Does it say anything about the Kickstarter? I don't think so. No, I just know it was because it was an Indiegogo, and I'm usually hesitant on those ones. I think that's it for Dynamo. Oh, no, there's... Yeah, just... Ongoings. Let's see if there's anything else. Let me look at my spreadsheet. Yeah, now that's all I had. Man, these covers for Lady Hell are so good. I love the design on that character. So many Vampirella comics. Takes us to Aftershock. We got Fear of a Red Planet, unless you're getting the kids' book, the Semi-Sonic. There's an Animosity, The Wake. Oh, it is Animosity. They're they're moving it to a different label? I will be getting this, then. (coughs) What do you mean they're moving is this a new material? No, it's not. Oh, new Seismic Press Edition. I'm not getting it then. I already have the original. Oh, interesting. So they're publishing it in a smaller size. Yeah. Manga, for... manga size. Yep. To get it probably in those YA things. Yeah, to hit the YA audience. Smart. Fear of a Red Planet by Mark Sable. Sable and uh, Andrea Olympia. I don't know how to say that. That's a four ninety nine number one. Yeah, it's about 
colony on Mars. Mars. Surviving colonists. Little hope of returning home. Is that a yes for you or no? Um, I'm not sure yet. I'll probably. Let's see. DCBS has a 50% off, so I'll probably try it. There's I like my sci-fis. A prestige format one-shot from Cullen Bunn called The Phallus in the Walls. It's seven ninety-nine. Did you say The Phallus in the Walls? The Foulness. <laughs> I think I'm going to come out with The Phallus in the Walls. <laughs> I don't know what it's about yet. I'm going to get that one. Yeah, I'll get that. The Last Ride get... of Pillar and Pride. Are you going to get this one? I am, because John Lee's. I'm a fan of John Lee's. Emily was gone. Oxymoron. What are you a fan of? Emily was gone. Oh, that was the CEX stuff, wasn't it? That was... No, that was before CEX. Oh, Comics Tribe? Maybe. Yeah, Comics Tribe. I think he does sync, which I'm not a huge fan of. Oh, I like sync. I like sync a lot. I like sync more than Emily was gone. And then a bunch of ongoings. Yeah, I think that's all I had for them. Titans in the front half now. Everything's gone crazy. And they got a common writer. Zero one. I have never seen a common writer. I know that guy from the guy that you bought the bad idea comics from is a big common writer fan. The show? Yeah. I've never seen it. I'm kind of interested in this uh, Bash Volume 1 because it's basketball related. Created by a basketball player. It is. Perfect for fans of basketball, sci-fi, and sports manga. Yeah, I'm tempted by it. I haven't made a decision. Does that player sound familiar to you, Barb? Rudy Gobert? I have to ask my sports fan here. Huh? Yeah, Gobert. What does he play for? I don't know who he plays for. He's writing comics now. This might do good because he says he has, on, on social media, he has 1.8 billion fans. If they can tap into that market, He's probably going to have the best-selling comic <laughs> previews. It's possible. Oh, I have seen him. Okay, so I do know who he is. I guess I just never paid attention. Yeah. These gun hunting yes. ones, though, god dang, man. I've been buying all the covers. I just... I can't really blame you there. There's some... Shit. 
I, I, man, I wish there was more crime noir. In, I wish they'd be pumping out more hard case crime stuff. That's where... Yeah, me too. I like his stuff. Yeah. I've heard good things about this Bloodborne by Vince B. So they're collecting that series, I think. It's based on a video game. Yeah. Yeah, That's I didn't Colin get Bunn. that. Yeah. I don't think I have any Titans. Debbie Harry Species Visual Concept? What is that? It's like Debbie behind the Harry. scenes of making an album cover <laughs> or something. Oh. I'm a fan of Blondie, so. A Blaze Traveling to Mars by Mark Russell. Done. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't, I don't even need to read anything else. So that's the second Mars book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm... Ding, ding, ding. Mark Russell and a blaze. No brainer. And then the rest are ongoings. Ooh, the Frank Miller stuff. Yes. Yeah. This is one of the things I'm most excited for. I, I read the preview. And I really, really, really liked it. And I'm going to enjoy this Ronin book, too. Philip Tan's artwork is so good. The cover is amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And Dan DiDio's uh, Ancient Enemies, which was really good, too. Yeah, I'll be getting both of those. For sure. And they're a premier publisher right out the gate. Yeah, that's crazy. Getting Parker Girls. I'm getting Super Babe starring Femforce. Ahoy Island. I mean, Ahoy has another billionaire island. Yeah, new billionaire island. Mark Russell. I'll just get it in trade. There's My, my Bad, bad. Volume 2. Yeah. I'll just get that in trade. I think I ordered the first trade. I, I should double check that. I had to. I enjoyed that. American Mythology has a scary Christmas. Volume 3. Yep, I'll be getting that. I'm not sure if I'll get that. New Three Stooges. Did. Yep, I'll be getting that one. Lady Zorro by Patrick Shand. Yes. I'm getting that. And exciting the usual. Exciting comics, Gold Digger. Tomorrow Girl. 
What is that tomorrow girl? That's a collected thing. I didn't see that. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I'm not getting that. Jungle Comics. Horror Comics. Ooh, there. Hey, there's your uh, Jobber Walk Part Two. I the know. Alice in Wonderland. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, finally. We were curious when that was gonna come back. Finally, we get Part Two. There you go. Oh, so excited to read that. that Yay. So... <laughs> good. Planet Comics and Spectre Man. I don't get that one. No, I don't get that one either. Curious about it though. Archie has Bob Phantom OS. I never heard of this. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go to the Bob Bob Phantom one, whatever it is. After failing to aid a dying criminal in order to get more gripping news story. Journalist not only gains a national acclaim, but he is attention of ruthless global crime syndicate. He must go to the mild-mannered reporter by day to Bob Phantom, a heartless ambulance chaser, and even hardened crime fighter at night. It's Nightcrawler. Oh, they mean the movie Nightcrawler meets Spider-Man. That's a. That's is that a one-shot? I assume it's a one-shot. This is a classic character. Let's see. Bob Phantom was a costume crime fighter who debuted in 1939 issue of Blue Ribbon Comics. There you go. Making him one of the earliest costume superheroes Archie Comics published. Calling himself the Scourge of the Underworld. And it is a one-shot because it says all-new Neo-Nor one-shot. Are these? You think these are ones where they're publishing one shots of these old characters so they can keep the license? No, I think it's already public domain. Too, yeah, <laughs> I think they're just. I don't know what their strat. I don't know what Archie's strategy is now. They, they. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> it's I, simple. I, I, they do a horror comic and then they do Archie comics. Well, I'm very curious about. Their strategy and Xenoscope strategy. I, I I I have no insight into sales numbers anymore, so it's so goddamn hard yeah. to to understand how they're doing. But they've been doing it for a while. A two ninety nine Betty and Veronica Friends Forever Christmas party with all new lead story. Fearless Dawn Swimsuit Edition one-shot. Cover A. That looks great. I'm going to get that. Even though it's $9.99. Which one? Oh, the Fearless Dawn. Fearless Dawn Swimsuit Edition. Avatar Press is still... If you want these good deals, though, you can't just... You have to send them an email, is what I understand. Joe Crawford told me. Send who an email? Well... Whoever you're ordering from? 
Well, DCBS will not honor these discounts because I don't know what it is, why, but my comic shop will. So I don't know what's going on. That Weird. They're not... I have heard of cases where people ordered from their local shop thinking they'd get the discounted rate and end up having to pay the regular price. That's because Diamond is not changing the prices, is what I understand. Yeah. But these ones, these bag sets, are you're okay because it's just a flat rate. Yeah, yeah, the bag now. sets I've been okay with. Yeah. But, yeah, when they blow out the... Because I think these are all bags. It seems to be they've, they're doing the bags now, so they're... In the past, they were blowing out their trades for cheap, and now they're blowing out their in singles and bag versions. They got a lot this month. Yep. A board. AWA has a new title called The Gatsby. Yeah, it's Gatsby in Modern Time. LGBTQ-tinged thriller for the internet age i'm still all in an awa i i like their stuff quite a bit yeah i get I'm, all their number ones i might even get this trade that they're doing climate, climate crisis, crisis chronicles it's cheap band of bards i never heard of that what is this Final Gamble, gambling addict and disgraced MMA fighter have both fallen on hard times, owing an enormous amount of money to a loan shark named Mandy. They are offered a chance to save themselves by winning the money they need in a game of poker against her. Unable to work together, the two men are easily defeated. As a result, their defeat, the two become prisoners in a Mercury Society, a group composed of the richest and most powerful people in the world. In this unforgiving hell, people are forced to fight to death in an elite gamble for their souls. I might try that. So basically, they take people who have lost their ass playing gambling and give them a second chance by fighting, to the, <laughs> getting into yeah. a fight to the death. Yeah, a question mark on that one. Band of Bards. Binge has startup number three and uh, Super, Suckers Super Suckers number three. Yeah, I'm all all in on the binge books. Sixty-eight pages for three ninety-nine. That's crazy. That's I don't know how they're gonna stay in business. Me either. With those but prices. I'll plod them. I hope. They get support. Yep, I'll keep buying. Phantom Phantasmagoria number three from Torres. I'm in. And there's a new Vanity Act volume two. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, I'll wait for the trade on that. Are they done trades? I'm not I'm just, sure. I'm no. just asking. I have not seen a scout trade. Uh, except Look. for the those ones that go like uh what are they called? 
we'll put one issue out and then go directly? I don't know. Vanity Volume 1 hasn't come out. But I think it was just three issues. So maybe they're going to wait. I don't know. I, sh I should probably see if I can determine that. Black Caravan Traits. Black Caravan Trade Paperbacks. Let's see. Electric Black Volume 1. They have one. Electric Black. I mean, there's no reason they can't bring out trades. Maybe that's like bad idea. They don't want to. They better bring this vanity out in trades. Or else no, don't be... do it in trade. Don't make him do single issues. <laughs> Otherwise, I gotta go back and get single issues. He's a grown-ass man. Say clearly, this will not be published in trades. So you must buy it. Dream Dream Master is from uh, Black Box number one. Somebody who protects our nightmares while we sleep. Without him, we may never wake up again. Sounds like the Sandman. What's up with the pricing on those covers? Cover 4 A is four ninety nine. Cover B is six ninety nine, and cover C is five ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just take cover A then. Thank you very much. I think that's what I'm going to do for my Kickstarter. <laughs> A dollar, a dollar more for each additional cover you add. Yeah. That's a good idea. Our Kickstarter, you do cover A for 10 the bucks and then cover the B cheapest. for 20 bucks. That's right. My P point cover is 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Gangster ass barista, Pat Shan. That's a Kickstarter, too. It is. I have. I have the trade of gangster ass barista. So do I. But I'll get the number one anyway. <laughs> That's because you're a Pat Shand enthusiast. I am. I won't get number two though. I'll just get number one. I'm doing it backwards. First I get the trade, and then I get the number one. <laughs> Endangered trade paperback. There yes. you go. Highly recommended. Excited to read that. That was good. Knights of the Fifth Dimension is offered again. Isn't that one you talked about? I talked about number one. This is the collection. Ah. To bring out in hardcover and softcover. I will be getting that. For sure. And we got some boundless yep. bags. Which I gotta just, I'm thinking about getting The lookers, that's really good. Yeah, the lookers. Sorry, I got distracted by 
some uh, belladonna covers there's one where there's like some alien lady on a seat spread eagle (laughs) (laughs) distracted me for a moment i don't know what's going on there who even wrote belladonna it's too small for me to read Looks like it says, oh shit, Pat Shand. <laughs> Do I have that? Why wouldn't you? Oh, gosh. Which is that? Fire and a Fury. You do all of those? Oh my gosh. Now I gotta look it up. Belladonna. Belladonna Avatar. Belladonna. Well, these aren't the av- these aren't the Avatar. They're the, they're the no, they're boundless. the boundless. The Avatar ones are Polito. Yeah. The boundless. Mike Costa. This isn't Fire Fire and Fury. 1 through 13. Pat Shan, did he do all of them? I think he did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I guess I'm getting some me some Belladonna. There you go. I don't think I got them because that was back when Boundless never listed the writer. Mm. These are the secret Pat Shan books. Yeah, and I'm also look. I do have. I did get a Ember or a uh, Looker's bag in a previous month. So this is some new ones. Looker's Ember. Oh, Looker's Ember 1 through 11. I've liked that. And Unholy. I bought them all when they were... When they came out? Yeah, when I had 30 nasty covers to choose from. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The the only downside of this is you don't get to choose your covers. You just get the... In this case, the Red Hot covers. And the Stunning covers. My next pick isn't until 305. I I might get this uh, First Days from B-Side Press. I was looking at that. I was reading that while you were looking at ass on the (laughs) Boundless. I I don't understand what it is. I, I read it twice. Yeah, something about it. There's a viral video where, let's see, the first video was surely a hoax, or maybe it wasn't. The first, just the first to go viral. In the not-too-distant future, an event changes the world forever. This comic documents the first seven days of that event. 
So is it, is it like a viral video causes the end of the world? But on the cover, there's like a, a marionette on the ground and his shadow is alive. I didn't know. I didn't understand it. I don't either, but I think I'm going to get it. Just because I like, I don't know who B-Side Press is. Mm -hmm. But I like getting, I like that. I like new publishers. And then, do I got anything after that? What do you got next? From Jen Publishing Unwanted. Okay. There is Saga of a Doomed Universe number three. What's that? Oh, yeah. That's from uh, Sex. Yeah. Look at that. Sex. Comics. Yeah, and then Unwanted. Teens on an Island. That's what I wrote down. What page is that on? Three oh five. Not for a while. Click. So many clicks. All I hear is clicking. I'm sorry, listeners, that you have to listen to all <laughs> this crap. It's like, but Bill doesn't like paper anymore. Yeah, I'll do page down. That'll He's be... totally digital. <laughs> That'll be quieter. <laughs> click, 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 click. There we go. Unwanted. Group of teens are abducted and brought to a secluded tropical island. Four ninety-nine. And flesh eating cheerleaders from outer space, number two. Highly recommended. I ordered number one. I don't know if I'm gonna wait for the trade. I, I like how I like how you assume there's gonna be a trade. There's always a trade. No, there's not always a trade. Always a trade. You even talked about it. Scout doesn't have <laughs> any of them. <laughs> I do like that you can get the uncensored cover for the same price as the standard cover. Because that would not be the case on the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So I like it. So maybe I just, because I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just get the uncensored cover. I have to decide. I haven't decided yet. You already got them all, so you're no help. <laughs> what are you eating? Sandwich? No, I wish. I was eating a Belvita. Oh, I'm so hungry. What flavor did you eat? Pumpkin spice? Tis the season. Yeah, no, I was eating a cinnamon sugar. Oh, that's good, too. This looks really intriguing, this uh, Fair Square Comics Beyond Topia Legends number one. Yeah, what is that? It's Indonesian, but I was looking at the pages. It's like an Indonesian anthology. But it just looks good. There's three pages that are very tiny. 
that I have to take my glasses off to read, but they were pretty good. Trade. This is 60 pages. It's more like... Those are tiny. Yeah. Oh, 60 pages. But it's expensive. But it's an anthology. A Steven Segovia cover, a Philip Tan. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. Fantagraphics. I don't think I have any Fantagraphics. Oh. Hurt my side. <laughs> What's wrong? Bill's huh? hurt. He hurt his side. He was playing drums like Sturt Copeland. Barb, Barb says you look like Sturt Copeland, by the way. Doesn't he have blonde hair? Well, he's got white hair now. <laughs> I guess I do look like him now. <laughs> she was looking at him drum during that concert. Says, there. I think he looks like Bomer. That could be. I said, I wonder if that son of a bitch listens to a heartbeat and puts earplugs in his ear at night. <laughs> Fanographics. Drummers do, drummers do listen to Heartbeat when they sleep because they got to keep the beat. That's right. Constantly. never. Are you a drummer? Go. But they what? probably don't put earplugs in their ear. Sure they do. They'll go deaf. <laughs> All musicians have to put in earplugs. Not when they sleep. When they play. Might as well just keep them in 24-7. I wonder how these Popeye volumes are at Fanographics. Oh, I'm sure they're fantastic. Are you getting this uh, Chuck Dixon book? What page are you on? 318. It's 30 bucks, but it's like 360 pages. Man, Phenom Comics, Phenom, I don't know. Ninja, no wait, Hunter Ninja Bear. I'm going to go, ninjas, I'm gonna, if, I, if, I do, if I do get it, I'm going to have to do research. I need to see, like for that cost, I need to like <sighs> dig deep. That's weird that they didn't bring out single issues and they didn't bring out in like volume one, volume two. They just said, let's just bring the whole damn thing out <laughs> in a yeah. giant book. And they don't even show you pages or anything. And their big claim to fame is that the 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 title logo was created by the guy who did Quentin Tarantino's film titles logos, except for Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> ah, it's so weird. <laughs> it says Jay Johnson helped create the Hunter Ninja Bear title artwork. So he didn't even do it all. It's not just him. He just helped create it. Oh my gosh. That scares me away from it, to be honest. <laughs> that they're using that as a selling point. The guy who worked on some Quentin Tarantino logos helped on our logo. Therefore, you should buy our book. There you go. 
I, I need to get some, I need to get the help of someone who did something obscure. Well, I'm gonna like when I do my Kickstarter, I'm gonna set I I ran into Red Fox at the San Diego Zoo in my solicit <laughs> back in the day. You know, like why not? <laughs> when I was a child, I ran into Red Fox at the San Diego Zoo. And now I'm bringing out this comic. That's right. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> That's right. It's been a long time, and I'm finally bringing out this comic. It has nothing to do with Red Fox. This Floating World uh, comics has Earthman and Torch one-shot. Yeah, and I, I actually... Are those, these are those 70s published things that they're doing. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I actually watched a YouTube video on it because i had never heard of it before but <clears throat> so there if anyone's interested there is a power comics did a, a video where they review earthman and torch those are two separate one shots that came out they're apparently like some kind of like christian it was done by one dude and they actually went to the the dude's still alive and they visit him he's like in his 90s or something but he brought out these two comics, and I think he brought out a third comic of these like weird, like Christian comics where it's about like kids getting like captured by Satanists. <laughs> and it, yeah, and there's some kind of space. There's like a a space vampire and stuff, Satanist space vampires, and it's just like really weird, over the top. The guy who did it was, like, earnest, I think, in making them. But when you read them, they're just, like, crazy, like, <laughs> crazy uber-Christian stories. Yeah. So needless to say, I'll be getting it. Because I don't think I'll ever find the originals in a box. Maybe yeah, they were at the boxes that you just... I did not see them. I would have bought them if I had seen them. <laughs> oh, have the mighty have fallen in IDW. We get these really cheap. I think Floating World Pass has better advertisement than IDW these days. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but they're uh, they're still plugging around. This is a GI Joe 300. You think you'd have a big ass ad there saying, "Hey, this is the 300th issue by Larry Hama." Yeah, it's the last it's like the, the last comic by them. 48 pages, 6.99. That should be a good one. I meant to get the last four issues of GI Joe, but I forgot. Well, you can get the last one. I can get the last one. That's a cool cover. Mm -hmm. It's got a bunch of characters on it. Final issue includes special extras. The other thing to point out is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin, the Lost Years, number one. Yeah, weird. Four ninety nine. 
There's a Star Trek book that ties into a game. Which one? Resurgence? Resurgence, yeah. Yeah. I actually get all the Star Trek books from my LCS. Okay. So he just signs me up for all of them. <laughs> I gotta decide if I want to get Armageddon game in single issues. I wasn't going to, but I think it's tied into the main series. So I don't know if I need to read both of them to un understand the story. Yeah. I haven't decided yet. Did you get Dark Spaces Wildfire? The Scott Snyder one? What? Did you get from IDW? <laughs> what is that? Dark Spaces I, I, Wildfire. The firefighters stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I remember that. Can one. we? You want to cover that? Did, did it ship? Yeah, it's already on number five here. <laughs> what page is it on? I don't even see it. It's on page three forty-four. It's already been. Uh, what do you call it? Optioned as a TV show too. That doesn't surprise me. They love their firefighters and policemans. Dark spaces. This, this one's supernatural, Shit. though. I got, I got to make sure I got it, because I don't even remember getting it. You should have, unless you didn't get it. Unless I didn't order it. What's it called? Dark spaces. You I want to bet that wildfire. I didn't order it. Oh, I did order it. It should be a red dot, meaning you have it. Yeah, what did it come? Oh, that's a while ago. Oh, my gosh. What did I do with it? Yeah, we should read it. Okay, so we have I Hate This Place and Dark Spaces Wildfire. That was a big month. There's a lot of good stuff in that month. Let me put it on this note here. Dark Places, number one. Spaces. My next one's not till Keen Spot. Number one. Um, yeah, Kings or I got Tangled River number five. Yeah, I'm getting those, but they're not number ones. Scorn number one. That's what I'm getting. Scorn. I'm probably gonna get it just so because I, I would just I'll just get the Klaus cover. <laughs> That's why I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny. That's a gorgeous cover, too. Damn it. Love it. If not for that cover, I probably wouldn't get it. Yeah, me neither. This got a sucker dust into buying it. There's a Zach Thompson uh, Mad Cave, Nature's Labyrinth. Are you getting that? I am. Getting that, and then the next one I have is Pink Lemonade, number three. From Oni. And then, oh, then my next one's not till Z2. Wait, what's that publisher? Opus. Opus. You're getting Dawn Attack. Right? 
No. No, you know Frank Frazetta's Dawn Attack? Oh. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting it. Where is it? Dawn Attack. Yes. Oh, there it is. Dawn Attack. Maybe. Maybe. God, you're disappointing me. <laughs> I'm not a big Jody Hauser fan. This is Frank Frazetta story. That's Frank Frazetta art. I know, but a story or based on his based art. Based on a painting. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Well, I have to decide on the. Death no, well, let, let me let me one. tell you, you're getting it. You're I'm getting, getting de- you're getting Death Dawn Dealer Attack? Volume One and Dawn Attack. <laughs> okay, you're put it down because we're covering it on the show. I don't know if I'm getting Dawn Attack. Yes, you're getting Dawn Attack. You're you're getting it. <laughs> it's gonna be covered on the show. And I can't. I don't think I can get Death Dealer Volume One until I read an issue of it. God damn it! You don't. You didn't even buy Death Dealer. I, I bought t- one issue. I bought last month's issue. How could you have bought one issue and not got number one? <laughs> because I missed number one. Shit. So I decided to buy, so I bought one issue that was a standalone story. All right. So you're putting down the trade because I've praised it. So you're going <laughs> to get it. And you're also going to get Frank Frazetta's Dawn Attack. Don't know about that one. You are getting it. It is sci-fi. You right? are getting it. <laughs> yes. Although there are two writers, so perhaps Eric Campbell is more to my liking. You're getting it. <laughs> I'll put it on my maybe. Maybe list. See if I could fit it in. Relive has a a military coming home number one from veterans. An yeah. anthology that number two, two stories of the UK military veterans. Mental health juries from Northern Ireland to Afghanistan. They're written by the actual veterans. So. Yeah, I'm getting that. So that's the second soldiers returning soldier stories book. I am getting Halloween number two. <laughs> How could you even turn down the cover to? I mean, the, the fact that there is a Frazetta cover is pretty badass. Admittedly. I might be getting the Strotinium Dog, the Sun graphic novel, because I like that stuff. What page is that on? That's from Rebellion on 379. What's it called? Atonement Bell? Strontinium Dog. (laughs) Okay. Strontinium. Isn't that... uh... I don't see it. What page was it on again? 379. Coming home. Oh, wait. He did that. 
Oh, here we go. You mean strontium dog? Yeah. Do you not know it? Did I not speak English? What? Do you Have you not read that understand? before? Because this has been going on for a while, right? Yeah, I've read it. It used to be coupling out when they were Eagle comics. I think this is just a collection because it's John Wagner, Alan Grant. Yeah, it must be. And Carlos as Aquera. This is just collecting their old stories. Carlos Esquera's final work before his death in 2018. Yeah, and now Alan Grant's dead. I don't know if Alan, if John Wagner's alive. I assume he's still with us. That's cool. Atonement Bell. Yeah, I'll be getting that. The uh, the description didn't really move me that much, but. The, Red 5 rarely lets me down. Yep. So I'll get it. And they have a Machine Girl special. I wasn't going to get that. You didn't like the first one? Did I read the first one? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember it. So maybe I didn't like it. You don't remember anything. How can you say you didn't like it? I didn't say I didn't like it. Ooh, another uh, Pat Shan sighting. Azza the Barbed from Scout Comics. Yeah, it's like number two? Number one. Number three. Oh, number three. I think I'm waiting for the trade on that one. Pat Shan? How Shand? do I know it's going to be a trade? Yeah. yeah I've, I've told you about the Scout stuff. It's dangerous, bro. But you don't care. You must not be a... I'm going to tweet Pat Shand right now <laughs> and just say, Bill's waiting for the trade. Is there going to be one? Because he's not really a fan or else he'd be buying the singles to help you. Oh, I will say I'm going to get the 78 miles per hour volume one trade from Red 5. Let's see where that story goes. How about Bones of the Gods? Do you like Bones? Do you like Gods? I like Bone... It's a fantasy. You like bone? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Gods destroy. Wait, let me look and see if I'm getting it. Born sexy. No, bones of the gods. Uh, yeah, I'm getting it. Fantasy. I like fantasy. I can't believe we still have to cover comics. Fuck. <laughs> Category zero conflict. Are you getting that? No. No. I haven't, read, I haven't read any Category 0 books. How do you know they're... Oh, is this a, a continuing one? Yeah. Yeah, it's been going on. Dark Land ever, number one? Let's see if I ever ordered any of them. Category 0. What? Dark Land? Yeah. Yeah, that looks awesome. What is it? A 24th century young girl named Rose finds an abandoned mall. Oh, yeah. You like malls. I do. Yeah. It's She's like... inadvertently thrust into a, the deadly remnants of America. She must learn to adapt if she wants to survive. So it's a post-apocalyptic in a mall. And it doesn't have any ninjas or uh, trolls. You don't like those. Fantastic. No ninjas or trolls. That cover's cool. You're set. Oh, no sa no samurai. That's good. It's a plus. 
People are sick of samurais. No, they're not. <laughs> There's not enough samurai. So you don't read us. Uh, you don't like Stan Sakai? Oh, shit, I did get category zero, number one. What'd you give like, it? Like a 2019. I don't know. Let me look. I <laughs> didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's <laughs> in one of my stacks still. Category zero, three out of five. Ah, so that's a no, no-brainer. Three out of fives, you don't have time for that. No, I don't get time for that shit. <laughs> I am intrigued by Impossible Jones. That's a second series, though, too. It is. I remember we read the first one. I don't know if I ordered the trade. Probably not. There hasn't been a trade. <laughs> they spell Impossible. Jones. I didn't order the trade. There's no trade to order. I'm getting Mega Centurions number five. A five. That, that was good. It was that that one surprised me. Like I didn't expect to like it. Why did you John get Parrish? The single... I'm a, oh, I like so John you Parrish. already know who who's this guy, John Parrish. What did he do? He did, uh, oh my god, I can't remember what it's called now. We met him at C2E2. We did? You remember they had those weird booths along the side? Did I buy anything from him? I don't remember. I thought huh. you did. You're, but you remember, like, if you go in to the, and went, go to the left, there were, like, artist alley tables, like, along the side. Yeah. Which is a weird spot. And it, you bought some comics from one guy who was selling like one through six or whatever. Yeah. Some superhero book. Yeah. And then John Parrish was also there. We talked to him. He was sold out of something. Yeah, you bought something and he, he had everything but number one. But I bought something? I think so. Ah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. So anyway, I like John Parrish. I'm not going to get Red Winter Fallout because I don't think I've got any Red Winter books. <clears throat> Although a, a quick search will tell me I'm probably wrong. Oh, wait, I remember this. Is this a dude walking across Russia or whatever? I remember this one. It's pretty good, actually. I thought we liked that. Yeah, it was good. I didn't get the trade. Has it been solicited yet? No. <laughs> What's up with Scout? Do you do you run Scout secretly? I I tell them don't put out the trade. <laughs> if people so, didn't jump onto the singles, they're not interested. Yeah, screw them. You're the only one that I know that does what you do. I don't know anybody else that buys comics like you. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I find you're that hard an to believe. You're an anomaly. I find that hard to believe. I think if you listen to this podcast, but there's only like two people that listen, you can vote and tell us: <laughs> Do you read one issue and then save for the trade? Let us know at Mike Myers Brunch and at DBM zero zero. 
Red Winter. Shit, there wasn't a trade. Oh, wait, there is. There is a trade. You didn't order it. I didn't order it. Yeah. See, you don't. You can't even keep track of the, your system. Like it's broken. It's not broken. I just it's can't keep track of it. It's fucking broken. And then I can't just... remember what I ordered, what I didn't order. <laughs> if you liked it or didn't like, your system is fucking broken. I remember. Let's see what I gave Red Winter. <clears throat> Why didn't I order the trade? That's a good question. I'm gonna solve it right now because um, everyone is at the edge of their seat. I can't find my. Oh, there it is. Let's see, red. Red winter. Four out of five. Yes, question mark. Oh, that means I was ordering too much stuff that month and it fell off the radar. There you go. Are you going to get Mysterium, the Spectral Servant? What page is that on? 388. Probably. Are you getting it? Well, it's, it's based on a board game. I was curious if you were going to get that. Oh, I didn't notice that. <clears throat> Based on the board game Mysterium. Maybe I'll pass. <laughs> I don't like board games. Stupid board games. I do like board games. No, you don't. Or else you wouldn't pass. I like playing board games. I don't necessarily want to read books. Well, you might want to. How do you how do you games. know how do you know you do... it's it's about the plot of a board game. I'm undecided on that one. Undecided. I assume you're not getting Cover of Darkness Origins because that's a continuation. True. I assume you're not getting Good Boy Volume 3. No, I'm not. <clears throat> I didn't care for Good Boy number one. I assume you're not getting Heavy Metal Drummer trade paperback. I need to read number one. Well, it looks like you just added it to our queue. Let's add it to the queue. Heavy Metal Drummer Boy. I assume you're getting Nobody's Girls because it's from the right creator of You Promised Me Darkness. Yeah, baby. I am. I'm going to get cover A. The Conley one. Yeah. And Stupid Purple Oblivion is solicited again. I shouldn't say it's stupid. Which one? Purple Oblivion. Why is it stupid? This is one that was previously them. solicited by another publisher. They all were. They were all, what do you call it, behemoth. 
Yeah, because they, they bought became, Behemoth. Yeah. This was one. This was one of the ones that was a Behemoth. Gra Remember, they were doing the straight to graphic novel ones. Yeah. That we were ordering. That we were the only ones ordering. <laughs> so now they decided to bring it out in single issues first. So yes, I will be getting that number one. I think I like this pop star assassin cover, Chang cover. I gotta remember to get that one. That's fucking insane, man. What is going do, on? Do there? you see it? Yeah, I see it. Look at the nipples, man. They're like chest pawns. Let me zoom in. Oh yeah, they are. God dang! <laughs> Look at the sword right by her crotch. That's a nice sword. That looks awesome. I've never seen. What are those pasties that are? That that are pawns. like pawns. Yeah, they're the chessboard. That is Ch like chess the cover. Board, I get, get it? Chessboard. Yes, I'm gonna be getting that cover. Does she have robotic legs. Yes, from the knee down. Badass assassin. I think you ought to just buy that cover and slap it. <laughs> Put it up on the wall. Sarah Lone. I like the art on those covers. Yeah. I like the limited edition cover. Man, what's up with TKO Studios? Yeah, it looks like they're selling out, man. They're going to be in previews. They've done... Who's next? Bad idea? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. So they're soliciting Sarah and Sentient. In trade and hardcover. I'll be getting back issue 141. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Interview. Oh, it's got Miss Tree. Yeah. Mark mm -hmm. Evanier's Crossfire. That was so good. Yeah. Checkmate. Checkmate. Interviews yeah, with good one. Pat Broderick, DJ Chinchester, Steve Irwin, Tom Grinberg, Tony Isabella, Dennis Kitchen. That's going to be a good one, I think. Yeah, I'm tempted by that one. Spies and PIs. Mostly for the... Mystery has an interview with Max Allen Collins and Terry Beatty. Yep. Reunited. I have a feeling that this Valley and Exo Man of War is going to be delayed based on what I've heard. So I think it's not going to be Delivered. available. Yeah, I heard they're going to finish a series and then start a series. So they're going to probably finish Bloodshot and then do XO. Well, I will be ordering it. They have the Ninjak uh, collecting the 1994 1 through 8. 
this a resolicit? Oh, it's a reminder, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that was like last month or something. Books of Shadows, they have a trade which might not even finish. I don't know what's happening with Valiant, but it doesn't look good. Door to door, night by night. A Cullen Bun story. Yep, I'll get that. Patton Oswald says every goddamn book Vault comic puts out is a must read. <laughs> He's very emphatic. A24 of indie comics, goddammit. If you see Cullen Bunn's name on the cover of a comic, buy it. Read it. It'll be great. Then they're like resoliciting a bunch of stuff. It's weird. Then they got then they resolicit door to door night by night again. Yeah, I don't know why Just they in do case that you twice. It the first time. Just make sure you never miss it. And I got to decide on Ninja Funk number one. Oh, there's a Shutter number eight, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to do Ninja Funk. From the publisher that keeps changing, and that now is Whatnot. I might get it just so I can get that Kirkman cover. I kind of like the Kevin Eastman cover. Where's that? On the far right. Oh, there it is. I have TMNT homage. There's two homages for Ninja Funk. The cover C and the cover G of the McFarlane. Oh, homages. they're both the, yeah, both Spider-Man. Homage. But it's a G Jim Mafood comic book. <laughs> Is he doing like it? Him. Yeah. I didn't notice that. You're not going to like that. No, it's not. It's Alex Rigel. Why am I seeing the Mafood? Jim Mafood. Oh, he did a cover. Yeah, there is a Mafood cover. Wow, Tony Fleeks did the Stray Dogs homage cover. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I have him homage his own cover. Yeah. Wait, did he do the covers? Or did his artist do the covers? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. But but I have an interesting factoid. Oh. Um, Barb gets her hair cut by Tony Fleeks' sister. Oh, so she could ask. Yeah. She could ask. That's an interesting factoid. That is. How did that? She uh, she was like... talking to Barb about comics, and she says, "Well, my husband buys almost every comic book." And he goes, "Well, does does he buy uh, My Little Pony or <laughs> 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 or uh, Stray Dogs?" And I said, "Yeah, I have Stray Dogs." <laughs> And that's how Barb told me. 
Cool. I wonder how it came up. I didn't know comics came up. Had a hair Ladies' hair saloons. Hey, you never know. Comics are out there now. People are talking about it. Yeah. Streets. It's up in the streets. I like the coloring on this uh, Ninja Funk book. It's like wa- watercolors, almost. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get that number one. Why not? And then I got Xenoscopes. I don't know if I'm going to get Blood of Gods number one. I mean, one shot. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I guess because I'm not as into the Hellchild character or familiar with it. So what is this? Deep in the jungles of Chiapas. You like Hellchild. Hellchild. I did like Hellchild. Finally catches up to a cartel leader she's been hunting. Discovers something more, something darker than she could have imagined. Do you like Witchblade? Because it's by David Wool. Ah, David French. And he also does the Oz Return of the Wicked Witch. We'll see. We'll see. I am getting Oz Return of the Wicked Witch. And I am getting Van Helsing Rites of Shadows. Why? Pat Shan. Why? It's Pat Shan. <laughs> it's Pat Shan. Another Pat Shan. I wish I was just getting all of these. I, I, I want to read some. I'm going to read one today. I haven't read one in a, quite a while. A what? <clears throat> a From fairy tales. Mm. Yeah. So that's previews. Is there anything we're getting in the back half? I didn't have anything in the back half. Did you read the... Bad idea comic book in the back half. I did not. It is here. I just haven't read it yet. And I, uh, there is a new Beta Ray Bills figure coming out. Are you going to get that? I am. I don't know if I'm going to order it from DCBS. Have you ordered? You ordered figures from them, haven't you? Yeah, they take forever to come in. I may just get it from Amazon or something. Some of Barb's Muppet toys I get, like, yeah. I order them, like, three years ago, and then they show up. Okay. It's, like, long. I don't know if that's... I don't know whose fault that is. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'd be curious. The Muppets ones are a little different, I think. Some of them are time-sensitive, man. I mean, you got to... 
get in while the going's caught. Yeah, get order while you can. All right, we're going to move on. Going to move on. I need some food or something. Me too. God, I'm hungry. Why don't you make us something? <laughs> I'm going to yell. Hey, bring me a sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> you want that video game? I better have a sandwich in my hand. <laughs> sure you can have that video game as soon as I get a sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> He's going to bring you hot dog. Are your boys mostly vegetarian? I could go for a veggie dog. No, they eat meat. Like what? Any like meat? Like a burger? They'll eat a burger? Yeah, they eat burgers. Hot dogs, chicken? Yeah, chicken. They eat all of that stuff. No, but do you buy it for them, or Bacon. do they go to the grocery? I mean, to the restaurants and eat I make it? them hunt it. You make <laughs> them hunt their own animals? <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Wow. Yeah, yeah, we buy the meats for them. You buy the meats. That's I mean, very they, nice of you. They don't even. They eat non-meat stuff too. They eat a lot of meat. All right, let's talk some comics, man. We got some shit to do. I don't know what I did with my comics. I need some water. I'm going to go get some water quick. Go get some water, and I'll try to find my comics. They were here. The ones I was going to talk about. Huh. No. Where did you do with my comics? Where did you put them? What do you mean? Driving, drunk. Oh, drunk driver. What did I do with them, Barb? I don't know. Too many. They're not in this pile. Go find my comics, woman! Where did you move them to? You moved them and you threw out my system. Totally. My system is broken down. Those are the new ones. Oh, they're over there on the floor. I tried to clear space for you so you could have your coffee. Bill's getting water. He finished his your wine and he's exhausted already he's getting old he needs to take lots of breaks I know now I'm hungry it's already like one o'clock it's lunch 
You didn't say, do you want lunch? I think I just need to talk, if we talk about details of that, everything else I sort of memorized. So Bill's still getting water and probably going to pee. And I'm trying to find comics. Boogeyman number one. I'm back. What are we covering first, Bill? <clears throat> um, I don't even know what was on the list, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> well, let's do bad idea. What do you want to do, bad idea? Oh, yeah, bad idea. Yeah. I did read that idea. Yeah, we can do that. Well, we have um, tankers. You want to do tankers? Yeah, let's do tankers. Let me find it. This one I know by heart. I don't even have to open it up. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I guess I don't really need to. It... Uh, I don't know if it was totally meant to be a satire, but it came out as a satire to me. But it's but it's Juan Jose Rip doing dinosaurs. He does them awesome. I mean, really great art. Robert Venditti did the story, and uh, the premise of this one, <laughs> the premise is a bad idea, but it's some oil tycoon in Texas it's like, man, we're running out of oil reserves, and we need more oil. How are we going to get it? Well, I'm going to build a time machine. <laughs> that was a genius idea. I'm going to build a time machine and send these scientists and these guys and these used mech, mech warriors stuff into the dinosaur times, and they're going to intercept. They're going to the blast asteroid. The, the asteroid that's going to destroy the dinosaurs. And it's going to whip around in another hundred years. And then, therefore, there'll be more oil because there'll be right, more, more dinosaurs. More dead dinosaurs. Yeah. That's such a I, like how no, I like how no one says, like, well, what won't if that it, change so, history? What if, yeah, what if it, something goes wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, not one of them thinks, what well, could go wrong? if we go in the past and change history, will our company even be here in the future? Nobody thought about <laughs> that. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, what impact could letting dinosaurs live an extra hundred years have? So they assemble this these badass team of guys that wear these mech warrior stuff yeah, yeah mech suits basically they go into the past that seems flawless they get to where they want to be they form a circle and they just kill like slaughter thousands of dinosaurs so they can put this cannon on the ground mount it to the ground and shoot this thing into space to deflect the asteroid that's going to destroy right. the dinosaurs and then come back in another, they didn't really say, but another 100,000 years, I don't know. But 
they didn't think, well, we're fucking changing history. What if the dinosaurs stopped men from <laughs> like how's this oil company even gonna be like it, it's such a stupid concept yeah because who knows what the effect of yeah maybe you're not even maybe, around for well maybe the dinosaur years. kills your great 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 ancestor and you don't ever get born and o- own an oil company i don't company. think that they thought that like the dinos would live long enough to cross over with humans. Cause that's like millions of years, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess they figured. I can't we, remember how many years they thought it, the dinosaurs would live. If we, longer. if we destroy the dinosaurs, they'll still get destroyed by the comet, but the comet, I mean, the asteroid never hit again. Yeah, that was it, a problem. Like, but yeah. you figure even if like, even if their planet had worked, and the dinosaurs populated the earth more and the asteroid came what if it didn't wipe all of them out like what if some of them still remained (laughs) Mm -hmm. that would change the course of history right but in this case yeah the asteroid missed there the second asteroid missed the earth so because of that the dinosaurs lived present and they're like, what the fuck happened? There's dinosaurs here. We're going to get killed. And they're bulletproof. Like, their armors, they're like shooting yeah, all their armors, uh, the bullets and evolved, everything. Yeah. They've evolved. <laughs> but they see that there's a, the, a, a structure nearby. So they head to the structure and they find the civiliz- some civilization. And the one thing I didn't get is... How is, like, the company still exists, and they all know about the mission, but I'm like, how do they even know about the mission? Because they live in an alternate version of the present. That's what I don't get. It doesn't, the whole time travel <laughs> thing is ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and if the, dino, if the dinosaurs lived, how would the oil company even exist? Right, like they can't and even would, drive. They can't even they drive know? anywhere. They're they're in. They built a wall around Texas, and then nothing else exists. Yeah, it's just wilderness. Where dinosaurs are everywhere. Yeah. But the isn't the like oil. The head of the oil company, or the president of Texas. Yeah. So that still worked out in his favor, and he's like, oh, shit, you guys need to go back and fix this mess and make sure that the math is done right. When they get there, the dinosaurs penetrate their wall because they shoot acid, like acid at the wall and deteriorate it. They eat, eat most of the scientists, and when they go back, they're... They're already in a, a shit storm. I mean, they can't really change anything. <laughs> but it's kind of a funny a funny story and the fact that they got like ripped to draw all this stuff was pretty amazing because it, some of the splash pages and the dinosaur yeah, heads and stuff, the... they look phenomenal. And so does so does the the mech, the the design of the mech that they wear. Yeah, this is some nicely detailed rip art. 
Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, because they they sent the uh, the mechs back because they figured out new calculations. They said, oh, this time we figured out what the exact calculations are for deflecting the asteroids, so it'll come back. But then they send them to, oh, isn't it when they're sending them back to the past, it's getting attacked, so they end up going to, getting zapped back too late, so after the asteroid. After, well, they were going to go back and stop themselves from destroying the asteroid, or diverting the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> but they go back too late, and they already it had already happened. So now they're stuck in a dinosaur world. <laughs> yeah, with no way, and the portal is back, destroyed. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I will say, so at the end of each issue, there's backup stories. And I gotta say, the best one was the one in the final issue. The only one I remember is the Abraham Lincoln one, and I don't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't really get that one. I I got it up to the point where, um, they he was like dealing with the aliens, like you're gonna do this for me, and then they were supposed to. I thought they were gonna engrave the the monument, <laughs> like zap the mountains so they could have the the presidents on the um thing but that wouldn't have made sense because there isn't roosevelt on the national monument the heads of the presidents what is it Mount mushmore Mount mount rushmore that's what i thought was going to happen but i didn't get what the aliens were doing like they were negotiating with lincoln and i didn't get what the negotiation was the only thing is I, i knew they were pinpointing some it looked like Wyoming or, or somewhere north of south of Canada, but in the north part of the United States. What was the last backup? It was the David Laff Venditti David Oh Laffone. the pizza the pizza, pizza guy. detective. Pizza yeah, detective. and he had a he had a one shot too. Oh did he? Yeah, there's there's actually a Which a one comic is that? Book. I don't have that. Yeah, you must have missed it. What's that one called? Pizza Detective. Oh, I don't have Pizza Detective. I thought that's in my list. Uh, let me see. Oh, so I'm missing two issues. It's only a one shot though. It's called Hank, Ca- Hank Howard Pizza Detective. In Caligula's safe. I don't think I had that one. But this one, so the backup is, it's about a a detective who works for a pizza place that has like an arcade and someone's been stealing tokens. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes to like another pizza place to try and track down who's stealing the tokens. I like the one security guard's reaction, though. He's like, well, that person's high score has got to be... I'm going to have to unplug the machine. Yeah. <laughs> because they use the fake tokens to get the high score on the video game. <laughs> that was pretty funny. and I always love it when I get to see some David Laffam art. Yeah. It's so good. Unfortunately, he works at Bad Idea a lot, and you can't always get his stuff 
<clears throat> Although I know there's a lot of local stores in Chicago that get bad idea. At least that are listed. There's probably one right next to you. Yeah, I think the one near me gets them. I'm going to decide if I want to get the next round. I know Laugh'em has, has something coming out. I wonder if this Pizza Detective... Is I'm gonna have to go read it after we're done. To oh, see if the it's same the same story? material, yeah. That would be good to know, because then I wouldn't have to get it. Yeah, I'll let you know. And then the other one we had is Monster Kill Squad. Number Monster one Kill four. Squad by Christos Gage. An art by Tomas Giarello or something. Yeah, yeah, he he did Exo Man of War with Matt Kent. That's how I knew his name. Yeah, I knew he was a valiant guy. Tomas. You remind myself of the artwork. It looks like oh god, it's so good. Yeah, I I actually like this one better um, than Tankers, even though Tankers was artistically like beautiful and yeah i like the story on this one better because it dealt with uh me too pandora's box and kind of like monsters and... and yetis and vampires and i thought mm -hmm. it was pretty cool yeah so this is about a a squad that works for the government whose job it is to fight monsters And I think the story did a good job of kind of letting, getting, letting you get to know the different characters. Like, it's led by this older woman who's like a old badass woman. And then there's different people on the team who have different kind of specialties. Like, some are, like, religious-based. Some are... One's like a, one, one of the one of them that's really interesting is the lawyer-based guy that does the contracts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have a lawyer because on the team. they he's sort of like uh, does a a lawyerism with the demons. From yeah, that, hell. Was, that was a good uh, <laughs> good solution to their problem. They just brought him in to work up a contract <laughs> with the demons and have them sign it. <laughs> And the Wendigos, they they fought a lot of Wendigos, and one of their team members is half Wendigo, half human. Yeah, which at the beginning of the story, the team doesn't know that, but it's revealed, yeah, because when they and meet they him there. They turn on him, too, yeah. like most of the team. Yeah, and the Wendigos don't like him either because he's half human. Yeah. But the whole story is about... In the past, the the Monster Kill Squad destroyed Pandora's box, but now pieces of it are showing up. And Pandora wants to reassemble it. Yeah, and Pandora's looking for them, so they have to go find the pieces before Pandora does. Her story was a pretty interesting, too, because... Yeah, it was. It, it, it seems like she was a god with all good intentions, and then 
people, man started men, to write. Yeah, men, men started saying bad things about her. Started to say bad things about her. Yeah, that was very interesting. Very bad reputation for and her. Gave her a bad reputation that wasn't like justified. It had no yeah. Uh, yeah, fact they, behind it. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty interesting take on it. I, I and the art, like you said, is just God, so it's brilliant. Brilliant. This is one of the ones where I, I wish they had a black and white version just so I could see the... Non-color. Yeah. Because I think in each issue he shows like the design sketches just in pencil. And oh, like, they look... The inside so cover amazing. Yeah. has it. So amazing. The backup... One of the backups in this story, or at least it was in three. Maybe it was in two. I can't remember... But it was about a guy that can rewind time and find the best possible outcome. Yeah, that was really good. That was pretty neat because it wasn't always the best outcome. Like it would just keep on going back. It was I think it was like a playback ability where he could Yeah, he could jump back jump back see what the outcome is and then do it again and do it again and do it again until he found an outcome he could deal with. And one of them was just like in the past with him and his girlfriend, and the only the only outcome that he could justify is to keep himself and his girlfriend alive. Yeah, it's where they kill, they were in a killed. car accident. Yeah, yeah they were in a car accident with another car. Yeah, and the only way, the only scenario that worked where the, both of them lived was one where the other driver died. So he's and, he's living with that guilt. And he forms a superhero team, but later on they're like, well, just keep rewinding. And he says, I can't, you know, this is the best possible outcome. And it's Armageddon, like it's the end of days. And they're all there, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing there. (laughs) And the one interesting thing, so he talks about like going over and going, rewinding until he finds the best solution. And he's like, their team has a good reputation because to the rest of the world it looks like every time they go into a fight they win the first time and they make no mistakes and he's the only one who knows that they've you know it took them 20 times <laughs> to get to, to get, get to, to have that the point. best outcome yeah so that even the team themselves think that they are awesome like wow we did that great yeah <laughs> first yeah. time so they've like and that's kind of why they that's kind of why they turn on him too because they don't know they don't know like he's doing all that yeah. They know he has the ability, but they don't know like the extent of which he's doing it. Yeah, that was quite enjoyable. I gave both of these though a four out of five. I like Monster Kill Squad slightly better than Tankers. Yeah. So it's had a little more substance um that I enjoyed. Yeah, there was more depth in the characters and there's more serious take, I guess. Mm-hmm. You you got you did good though. You got these for a buck each. And these were sometimes five ninety nine or six ninety nine covers. Yeah, how much was this one? Yeah, six ninety nine. Sheesh. Good deal. And then I got my got some missing ones for half price. There you go. That's what I'm like, should I just get all the issues now or should I just wait and <laughs> well if you cleared out like what challengers had you probably got a good portion of what they put out I only needed 
I'm gonna get I only needed like I think I got like four or five from challengers because I had gotten most of them for a dollar so I just filled yeah in, filled in my holes so were they half off is what is that what they were selling them for yeah they were half off oh uh, yeah I think so yeah half off yeah so we, we could do uh, another one if you want what do you got do you got did you finish pirate queen I did finish. The only one I don't have is ENIAC. I'm missing one issue of that. But I got Pirate Queen and I got the lot. The lot. Let's do that then. Pirate Queen and the lot for next time. Okay. And then we could do all the spawn books. I got a shit ton of them already stacking up. <laughs> Oh, you ran ahead a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to have to do some creative stuff. Uh, I'm going to have to find out what numbers that we're covering. Because you, <laughs> might, you might say some of them you don't have, you know? True. Yeah. Uh, so we have ant number four and five. We have two Ooh, ants. Yeah, two ants. I don't know they where seem, my number four is. i got to check seem, my notes. They seem to come pretty fast. Um I know. We're, I wish Savage Dragon came this fast. Yeah, I wish too. Um, I, f I find the backstory almost more interesting than the story itself because it seems so uh, strange. In, in other words, it doesn't seem like it's organically developing. And I, I think it's because he's his plots were sort of okay i did these comic books with ant how how can i integrate them with what mario gully did right and, yeah and he's trying it, to it, sync up the histories of well even ant when it was being published had a weird history because it it started at is it her mind or not in her mind as a yeah, story it started at image and then it went to Shit, no, it, it big, started. Big it city. started at no. It started at Archaea. Oh, it was at Archaea. Then image. and then it went to Image, and then it went to and Big it, City. Yeah, Big City, and each time it it kind of changed. So he's trying to come up with a consistent history, incorporating everything, because then it yeah. went back to Image. <laughs> yeah, the and then he he finished. It. Yeah, he finished the story of mario gully which was like number 12 or whatever it was mm -hmm. and this story's been like kind of weird like there's been some stuff that's more grounded like the first few issues with her and her father and how she got injected with the the serum and the corporation that was pretty straightforward and then when she got to the convention it things got kind of weird and uh, number four takes place at that convention when somebody's hurting uh, this guy called Gadget Man, but it's actually her sidekick. Where did it, it was number three where she went to like Iraq and? That was number two, I think. Number three is when she came back out. Yeah. Okay. And the Gadget Man helped her forget like a lot of stuff. I I think he reveals to her. Yeah. And they're fighting a a guy with cold powers. I think it's cold snap or cold, cold burn. Cold burn. And uh, he actually, 
um, takes off one of her hands. The part that I didn't understand is she punches Colburn in the head, and I thought he was dead, <laughs> but he didn't die. There, there's a scene on page three where they're having that fight, and she punches her fist through his head. Oh. And then he grabs her arm and snaps off find, her, her, her hand. I don't remember. So her... Her sidekick, who's the gadget guy, kind of reveals to her later on that she has the ability to use her costume to grow back her arm. And she's able to grow back her arm because Colt's, the, the guy with yeah, cold powers snapped it, off. Snapped it right with... off. And then out of nowhere, uh, Mind Drainer comes <laughs> and starts messing with uh, Ant. And uh, her sidekick, uh, Gadget, uh, Gadget Man, takes her out with a fountain pen. He's like the MacGyver of superheroes. <laughs> and he took something out of um, the cold guy's powers and put it in a fountain pen and flung it right at her face and froze her. And then Gadget Man kind of tells her why he has to stay separated from her. And then she goes on a flight to meet up with Spawn and Savage Dragon where they actually team up in those issues of Spawn. Right, this is where it crosses. Savage it tells Dragon. the story that was in Spawn, but from her perspective. Yeah. Which and actually uh, says a lot of this is from, like, one of the issues... Yeah, fun. well, did you see the Mario Gully uh, penned issues where the characters came out of? That was pretty interesting in issue four, the Ant sketchbook. Yeah. And that was pretty close. Like, he closely followed that story. Yeah, he did. With uh, Mind, Mind Drainer. And Gadget Man, for that matter. Because... In the original story, uh, Gadget Man did fling the pen and also froze her. And they had that discussion. So a lot of, he was he was redoing a lot of the original story and then taking it back into right, events from Yeah, events the original and the run. image. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so this one so number five is scenes from Spawn two sixty six and Savage Dragon two forty two. And he does the same thing at the back where he kind of shows the panels from those books. Which is kind of funny because <laughs> he, he's essentially redrawing his own pages. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about this one in terms of his backgrounds and stuff with the color. Uh, like I don't know why he was doing what he was doing. And I didn't yeah. read any back matter that described it. But from issue four to this issue, it looked definitely different. Yeah, I don't have issue four with me to compare, but I did notice in this issue that there's a lot of panels where the colors are just flat colors. Yeah, like green or pink yeah, or yellow or... Yeah, weird... I didn't care for that as much. Um, I like that other issue a lot better. 
Yeah, story-wise, I liked it, though. Yeah. And it looks like the next issue, it's still Spawn, Savage Dragon, and Ant going to fight so the... So it just continues. Yeah. That, I mean, well, they're that... looking for that Alaziah Stone guy. I remember that story went on for a while, for a few issues, so... Mm-hmm. And at the end, they get... Was it the gadget guy who re rebuilt the Dimension X spaceship? Yeah. That they, they're going to use... To go to Mexico. So I, I gave those a 4 out of 5 as well. Yeah, I give them 4 out of 5. I like number 4 better in terms of the art. But it, it it's almost like uh, he was... It, it's like a, a different style from issue to issue to me. He was more loose in 5 than he was in 4. So, do you want to talk about Mega Centurions? You must have read this and then said you wanted to suggest it. Or did you, did you read it before last time when you suggested it? Or I don't remember. I, I must have because I did read it a while ago. Yeah, I, I read uh, 1 and 2. And um, I wasn't, to tell you the truth, I wasn't really looking forward to reading it. <laughs> And uh, I read number one, and maybe because I I don't know what to expect. I because you had low, I, I, low... I, yeah. I was like, well, I've been reading a lot of like Sentai stuff, and um, I'm reading Ultraman from Marvel, and then I'm reading the the Kyle Higgins stuff, Radiant Black, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to think of this other than oh this is like a, a power rangers ripoff but i i really liked what i really like what they did with it and i don't know if it's original because i'm kind of new to the sentai stuff but i like how you know they had this ultimate battle where they were heroes for the whole world and they they defeated this this yeah, being the, alien the big bad alien guy yeah, yeah from from destroying the earth and then we cut to the future, and they're all like in these dead end jobs. Like, yeah, the world has forgotten about them. I was fascinated by that, and um, she she worked at, well, as a waitress. People, wasn't it that they never really revealed who they were because they were inside the mech suits? That's right. So, and and they they weren't revealed private for security reasons or whatever. So now they are just living their lives. Yeah, one of them's like at a telemarketer. You know, they saved the world, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's in a telemarketer, the girl's a waitress, and then the other guy I think works at like a gas station convenience store. And uh it it is just so weird seeing it. I feel sorry for the telemarketer. God, that that job would suck worse than any of the jobs I had. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to do the other two either, but to me, 
calling Especially people that, that don't yeah. want to talk to you, <laughs> you know, like that, it's just got to be awful. Like, it's got to be the worst job yeah. ever. Calling people who don't want to talk to you. hate you. Yeah. <laughs> or calling a debt. Like, we, we always look at caller ID and don't answer it. Right. So it's like, if they'll leave a message if it's important. <laughs> but man, uh, yeah, that was, this is crazy good. I liked it a lot. And the art by, uh, what was his name? Dexter Wee was really good. I like this. Oh, style. I found my aunt number four. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm, I'm one issue behind. <laughs> I haven't found my Mega Saturians. But... Yeah, I liked it a lot too. I was very happy with it. And I don't want to spoil the rest for you, but it has some interesting twists in there too, like uh, what happens in issue two. Yeah. Um, well, it's setting up to be a classic story of you know forgotten heroes, and they're gonna have to come together again and yeah save the day. Underdog story. I gave this a four out of five, but I God, I was close to giving it a five out of five. Yeah, I gave so it a four really, out of five as well. Yeah, I was really close. All right, I'm going to look at the art in Ant number four. Oh, yeah, the colors are totally different. And I, I prefer four. Like, I don't I don't know yeah, how you prefer. Four has more traditional coloring. The other way seemed like the easy way out to me. Like Yeah, it, it looked like in a lot of panels. All yellow tone the whole thing, and then that's just the line art. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because he has Mike Torres does the flats, and it does look like in in five he just in some panels he just left the flats and didn't add any additional colors, which could be a time thing. And he likes to experiment in a lot of books, so it could have been. Like trying it out. Yeah. yeah. I know what I prefer. I preferred what he did in four. But, yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it in five, though. I didn't, but it was very noticeable to it me. It was very noticeable, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't go back and compare it to four, but I definitely noticed it when I was reading. Because it, it wasn't like once or twice. It was every page had panels. Yeah, where... yeah. Their characters were just a, a solid color. Our backgrounds were a solid color. Let's see. What else was on our lists? I have closet. Oh, yeah. Closet number number two and three. Two and three. I felt bad in this one, like for the kid. Like, I, I really did. Yeah, this dad is just an asshole. <laughs> and he's he so just, self-absorbed. He, he's so into himself that he just doesn't see it. Even his friend sees it, though. He's like, you have it fucking made. You know, you cheated on your wife. You, She does yeah, she all the you, work. She forgave you. She forgave you. And here you are fucking around again. Like... She, and then yeah, he, she's he forgets one, she's everything. She's the one making, bringing in the money, and he, he's unemployed. You can't even remember to get your son's toothbrush. You can't remember to get the luggage. You can't remember shit. You do. You, you don't even care. It's like the child is like second thought. Yeah. 
He's so self-absorbed. And he knows he's fucking up, but he doesn't want to do anything about it. And he even, like... So so in the story, they're moving from... I can't remember where they were. To Portland. And the the wife flew out there. Cause she was, was she a nurse, I think? Something like I that? Do, I don't remember what her job was, but yeah. it was a promotion of some so, sort. So she flew out there to, for her new job. And he decided to drive with his son because he wanted, like, I think it wasn't it because when he was a kid, he went on a road trip with his dad and it was a fond memory or something. So he wanted to recreate it with his son. But his son is just bored and doesn't want to do the drive. And even, like, it seemed like even, like, in driving them, like, it sounds like it should be a noble thing, you know, giving a kid this experience, but it seems like it's still just selfish. Like, he wanted to be, prove that he was a good father by giving his son this experience. <laughs> I don't even think he wanted that. I think he wanted to drive for himself. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't want to be with his wife because... Oh, that's right. Yeah, he wanted he, to... He, he sees her as, like, na- nagging at him, right. you know, was, the whole time. It was a break for him, yeah. And he was going to see his buddy... Cause they stop at his buddy's place. Yeah. His buddy just rips into him, but he still oh, he... doesn't see it. <laughs> no, but his buddy let him have it. Like, he's like, here, your son's four years old. He's probably going to have these nightmares. And then you kind of like learn, well, wh- when did these nightmares start? And it's because of your fucking affair. And yeah, I think that was and that him, number him three. Put, yeah. He, yeah, he hid the fucking stuff inside his son's closet. Yeah, well, even, like, the friend is like, well, what'd you do when he started having these nightmares? Did you, like, take him to see someone? And he's like, I was going to. <laughs> Never got around to it. I think it's because he doesn't, he didn't want the psychologist or whatever to find out the truth. Yeah, he, he's just not a, I, and, I, and I, based on what we know in three issues, I don't think he's going to change. Like, I, I, I don't think... I think he's no. destined well, to even, repeat. Like, in the third issue, he's in a parking lot drinking. <laughs> his son's in the hotel, and he's out in the parking lot drinking and smoking. And this old guy comes up to him and starts talking to him. And he just starts, like, telling him all his problems and everything that's going on in his life and how upset he is and how... Issues he has with his wife, nagging him all the time. And then, I can't remember, what what was the comparison to... Oh, the, the old guy says, you know, you got to deal with stuff, because if you don't, it'll just fester and grow. And he's not really listening. And then the, the old guy's like, you know, like cancer. And he goes, I have a lot of experience with that if you had asked me any question about me. <laughs> and not just ramble on about yourself. So it's like... He's just oblivious to, like, the rest of the world and doesn't really care about any anything else except himself. I really thought there was a monster originally that was following... Yeah, that was, that's that was, what... Fo- that was yeah, following the, twist, the kid. The yeah, in the last issue. Where you, yeah, you find out that... 
it's it's, a, it's more of a psychological psychological thing. monster yeah caused by the father because originally <clears throat> the kid saw the father in the closet and thought that was a monster hey bill barb barb took a picture of me while i was recording and put it on twitter and it's yeah. like when we're going through the previews mag and you can see how i record with you <laughs> <laughs> she tagged you on it but there's me recording with harley <laughs> oh you did oh i guess uh our wives are talking on facebook about us too oh, based on this picture <laughs> I'm gonna find this. Is it on Twitter? I don't see it on Twitter. You're tagged on. Oh, it. there you it is. See I see it. <laughs> There's Barb's dishes on the. I mean, uh, Harley's dish. Her dog dishes on the left of me, <laughs> and then Harley's on my oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going through previews. <laughs> I know you. You go through previews laying on the floor. Yeah, I was laying on the floor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I like it. Like. <laughs> Starting hour five of Geek Brunch. <laughs> Harley's passed asleep. <laughs> I will say in this book, though, I really like the art. Yeah, it was really good like and real, really Fullerton. telling. Yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, someone. Who's the? What was that book? Where is Jake Ellis? Whoever did that. Who are you laughing at now? I'm sorry, Melanie commented after she said this, starting hour five with Bill, and your wife said, "Yeah, I don't know whether to laugh or cry." <laughs> And Barb says, it never ceases to amaze me how long they can talk to each other. <laughs> and here we are entering hour six. <laughs> and Melanie says, same here. <laughs> I don't think it's been that long. It feels like it's been maybe An two, hour, two hours. Two hours, yeah. yeah. I think they're lying. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they know how to read the clock. <laughs> <laughs> we took a lot of breaks. Yeah. Get water. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. I dropped my cheer wine. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but the closet, I gave a five out of five, too. I don't know. What did I give it? Either four or five. I just thought, like, even though it's like the story itself is simple plistic it's it's sort of masterfully told like mm -hmm. it's almost like an eisner level story that's in my opinion eisner worthy it just it's just like yeah really it, well it, told in the end i mean it, it yeah i did give it five out of five 
in the um it was set up you know after the first issue you thought it was more a, a like horror type story with a with a jerk father i mean you got the jerk father from the very opening scene where he tried to <laughs> he tried to fake the kid with saying it was unicorn piss while getting water from the sink <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a classic. Like, how lazy can you be? Like, because <laughs> the kid's like, I saw you get that from the sink. <laughs> yeah. The 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 thing too though that I could say is I don't I don't think this marriage is gonna last. I mean, based on what I can see, like looking in, because. Moving to this new location, it's not going to change his ways. Like, I, right. I, I don't. And I, I think his wife, like, being on what happened with his affair and stuff, I don't think it's going to be, like, one of those things you forget. And it's going to, like, nag yeah, at the relationship. Thin ice, yeah. Yeah. And then you throw in the relationship he has with his, his son and his constant neglect and... He's so self-absorbed that he can't remember things for his son. Is it's just it's? I think they're gonna be divorced in a year. I don't give him much of a a shot. Yeah, and they at the end of it at the end of it, so they get to the their new apartment, and the the wife says, you know, she talked to. The, the, his buddy and he said that there was some trouble with Jamie and he says oh it's just because the Packers packed the suit, his suitcase and she's like I went through all the stuff that the Packers brought and his suitcase isn't there yeah and she's like why didn't you like call me and tell me about this earlier exactly and he's like then just gets pissed and then they just start fighting again but I thought it was good that like he switches to like silence, so you can't even hear what they're saying at that point. But you know that she's berating him, mm-hmm. and that's where the kid sees the closet again. Yeah, it's an interesting story of an oblivious <clears throat> dude. He's definitely. I don't even know what you call it. I can't remember what you call it, where the protagonist is not a good person. <laughs> yeah. It's not even an anti-hero, because he's not a hero in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. He's actually the antagonist. Yeah, that was the highlight of my stack. I, I enjoyed everything in my stack, but that was the highlight. The one I liked the least is one I read without you, and that was called Florida Man. But uh, oh yeah, the the Barron one. Yeah, I wanted to read that one. Yeah, I have that. I haven't I haven't read it yet. It's kind of choppy. Like it wasn't like fluid, and I didn't realize they came from novels. Like he had wrote these three novels about Florida oh, Man. Florida Man. Oh, my and spider's maybe, back. Oh no! <laughs> I'll get you, Spider, hiding in those comics. I know it. There was that song, Spider. Step on Spider. We love you, Spider. 
who sang that song? Maybe I wonder if I can get this. The they might be the giants. You need to listen to that song. As you're you're either killing or capturing the spider. I will do that. Spider. Oh, I don't know what he says in this song, but he goes, oh. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. I think it was on that album. I don't have a lot of They Might Be Giants stuff. They're kind of one of those, like, they're kind of like a Bare Naked Ladies before there was a Bare Naked Ladies, in my opinion. Their lyrics are a little out there. And they both yeah, had songs that had like a, they could have gone the children route, but they, they didn't. They might be Giants release a kids album. They did. They did. They did. And um, the other band that I told you about, Bare Naked Ladies, was supposed to, but the other guy got into some big trouble, and they had a contract with Disney, and they lost their contract. So. Oops. Yep. What did he do? I think he was, it was an alcohol thing with hookers, but uh, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure I remember, but I think that's what it involved. Plus he was having like a drug, like there was something with his. Hookers uh, and blow? Hookers and blow, yeah. <laughs> he was having uh, issues. I think that's a ween song. <laughs> something like that. So the only things I have for next time are I Hate This Place, number one, Dark Spaces, Wildfire, number one, The Spawn Books, Pirate Queen, I guess one through three, or is it one through four? And the whole thing of the lot. Yep. And I'll probably cover The Pizza Detective because I want to see you. You had more on your list than I have on mine. I have I Hate This Place. Yeah. Dark Spaces. Yeah. Spawn. Oh, Spawn. Yeah, that's a given. Pirate Queen. Yeah. And the Lot. And Heavy Metal Drummer. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I was missing one. Heavy. Those ones are weird size, too. I know. They're like uh, slightly smaller than a regular book. <laughs> They're almost as wide, but they're, man, they have about two and a half inches short of the length. They're a little wider, too. Oh, is it? Yeah, than a regular comic. They fit in a Silver Age bag good, but. Anything else you want to bring up or mention? I'm releasing the last Geek Punch as soon as we're done here. I I, I didn't release it this last week because of work, and I forgot to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'll just send you reminders when you. Yeah, slack, you'll have to remind me. like this. Where's the? Well, where's it the was answer? it was it was the holiday weekend, so I, I lost track. It was a four-day week, and then this week is another four-day week for me because I'm going on another vacation on Friday. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Where are you going, or can you not say? Oh, I'm going to Albuquerque. This is a vacation. This isn't business. Okay. So yeah. Go see some family. Going to a wedding. Ah. So I'll probably get the COVID again and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be where it happens. Yeah. Barb says, turn off your Bluetooth. I got to find my phone. Do you like Dirty Heads? Have you ever listened to them? Never heard of them. Oh, man, I really like that band. But it probably is not your style at all. They're sort of like reggae rock rap. It's like alternative reggae rap rock. It's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like I would like it. Yeah, I really like them. That's what I'm listening to. i got to try to find, turn off my Bluetooth. They added a security feature. I used to be able to say, you know, Siri, go ahead and shut off my Bluetooth. And now it says you have to unlock your phone to to do it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You have to read yep. it. Yeah. So you've been listening to Mike and Bill, and uh, you can see how I record. Um, Bill's probably pantsless and tripping over wires spilling comics all over himself but I was on the floor with Harley by her dog dishes <laughs> going through previews so uh, oh yeah I was going to go ahead what was I going to do with that picture I took oh you were the so... peep show one you were gonna oh, do the, two. Uh... You were gonna do two. Sh you were gonna do two sh pictures. You were gonna take a picture of the art on your wall. I forgot wall about the. That was about... Blair. I did take a picture of the art on my wall. And then you were gonna try to get the letters page from Peep Show. Which okay, I re that that, that that's that's totally for me. You can send it to me directly. Yeah, I'll, I'll DM. I'll DM you. Yeah, those. that that was the ones that I want to see because I'm into bear. To, to Blair's stuff and I, I want to see if I can find the page as I'm going through stuff that you own and the <laughs> other one I just want to see you writing to <laughs> I wish I could remember what the to Joe Matt where I, I just... think it's from I can't believe you wrote what what age were you were you in your 30s or were you no that would have been college probably Wow. So, let me see. What year Peep Show was out? So most of the stuff that I've I've read is way late then. Peep Show. Demon Hunter. That's what it was supposedly from. I do have one issue of that, but I can't find it because I was looking for it. I was going through all his stuff. I swear I've looked through all the Demon Hunters and couldn't find it. Oh, no, I didn't have a Demon Hunter. It was another one. There's only four issues of this Demon Hunter. Yeah, I have to look through them again. Maybe I didn't look through all of them. I'll see and if he's... I can get to the... Pe I may not be able to get to the Peep Show boxes. 
Well, not today, but you, you could buried. get to him something. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah couple, you have fucking awful boxes. Several I forgot years. you had to lift. You, you're not going to be able to get to him. <laughs> you can't even lift boxes anymore. You're over 50. <laughs> AARP tells you you can't lift those boxes anymore. I, I do not yeah. want to be responsible for a call to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> but they weigh those boxes and see it. it's probably over the limit for some of my time, age. It's time to bring the kids in and help you. I do I do that now. <laughs> yeah. I say, hey. You, you just need phone? to be the, what do you call it, the guy that uh, gives directions. Okay, you lift that end and you lift that end. It, it's, it does suck because now we're at the age where, I mean, I can lift the stuff, no problem, but it's so easy for me to injure my body. <laughs> yeah. And pull something. And but, but you could feel it later, too. Like, you're fine while you do it. And then, like, five hours from you're like, how did I, how did I tweak my back just a little bit? Yeah, then that hurts for the next five days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we don't recover as well. I might go mow the grass now. Even though it rained all yesterday, it looks like all the wind and sun already dried it out. Dried it out. Yep. Got to mow before the, the, the vacation. Oh, yeah. Well, have fun. All right. You can reach us at geekbrunchpodcast.com or at Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button. You can follow Bill at, at DBM00. I'm at Mike Myers Brunch. And our emails are Mike or Bill at comicbooknoise.com. Send us emails. Um, I'm paying for them now, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Better send use them. them. Yeah, yeah send we're them. We're going to cancel them. I can't. I'm too tied. I already told you how fucked up. Oh yeah, you have stuff going to that account. Yeah, it's too. It. I would have to recreate like accounts entirely because yeah. your primary key is your email. Mm-hmm. The the places where you have your email oh, as the as user ID and, and as your user yeah. ID. Yeah, it's like you can't yeah. change it. The ones that you can change are the ones where it's like your username and then an email. But the fact that it they both form a primary key is dangerous <laughs> in your database. But um, yeah, you'd have to contact them and have them. Yeah. Hope that they can do it. Otherwise, they'd have to recreate it. That's what makes your yeah. You'd have to have somebody that knows what they're doing at. Hopefully there's an ID or something in the... an ID number where you can yeah, join on or use select star where I is two forty five <laughs> and then change the email. Yeah. But um I think that's it and we'll be back in All right. two weeks and talk about these other books. Yep, read along if you Man, so oh, and uh, the other thing we have on queue is Bill's going to do another 10 books. Don't forget. What? I want to do another 10 books from the box. Oh, yes. yes. That sucks, though, because now I can't, like, file these comics away. <laughs> Don't file them away. You're going to read these them. Boxes. <laughs> or you could put them aside and just write them down. 
You could just write down them, uh, like ten fun. of them. More fun looking at them. Yeah, that's true. Too bad you don't have a database. You could just mouse over the <laughs> the covers true. like I do. All right, well, I'll talk to you later, bud. That is true. All right. We'll All see. right, bye. Bye.